Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Radio show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. Uh, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, oh, wait. Should we tell people why we weren't around? We were around last week. No, we weren't. We missed our show. No, not last week. We, two weeks prior to that. And we did already. Oh, okay. I know. It's all running together. I'm tired, in general. Okay, so Coffee. we will start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Brian will opine on Caesar's last reign of terror, and terror it is. Then the illegal alien invasion report. Uh, George Soros is having a complete meltdown. We'll tell you how. China is not our friend. Medical madness. And what is your government spending your money on if we get to it at all? And where's our... Where are our... our our gun set. Our gun set. We're supposed to. Every show was supposed to do a uh, armed citizen. I do a whole Second Amendment. Every show was supposed oh, to do all one. All right, I'll armed do it. I'll citizen. start it tomorrow. I was going to do it anyway. But what do you okay. mean? We started this a long time ago, and you just stopped it. No, why? We. I always do an armed citizen when we do the uh, Second Amendment report. Yes, but you promised everybody because of what was going on that you were going to do one every show. I never did, or I don't remember. You don't remember, but you did. And I know some of my listeners out there are shaking their head. Yes, you did. Anyway, that's where we're at. Okay. Patriots, hand over hard, face the flag. You don't have a flag? Get one? Make one? You can make it out of cardboard. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Excuse me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation... Under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Time to talk about Caesar's last reign of terror. No. In his waning days in the White House, the no, pa- no, no, no. Do the first sentence. Where's the Where's the source? You're gonna say the source. Oh, okay. it's in the first sentence. I get you now. Memo to the president, Caesar. You lost. Editorialized the New York Post, which is a conservative newspaper, which means it just actually reports the truth. In his waiting days at the White House, the paper continued, President Caesar Abominus is desperately trying to make his policies as permanent as possible by tying the hands of his successor by presenting President-elect Donald Trump with a foreign policy crisis immediately upon taking office. 
you do realize that he, he himself does not have to do everything. That's what his cabinet is for. You're not going to tie him up. He could do domestic and foreign at the same time. And guess what? It ain't going to happen anyway. He goes, poop, dumb, and pound sand. He did, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> He's like, I'm not falling for your stupidity, and I'm not going to behave like an immature idiot like you are. Uh <laughs> We're gonna. We're just gonna sit back and uh, work with the Trump administration. I love that. Blew him out of the water because Soros thought for sure Putin was gonna push back. <laughs> Putin's not stupid. I don't know what's wrong with these people. They think they're too smart. That's their problem. Uh, Putin is not a stupid man. He's a very intelligent man, and he's very wise also, and he understands things. Now he may be a bully and a thug and all. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him do any bullying, thugging. Since he left the KGB, which was a long time ago. But, you know, I don't feel like going and studying Russia so I can tell you what's going on over there because they don't, they're not putting anything out. It's like it's black out there. Well, so you have to you, really look for it. But you have, a, you have a good point because he's very intelligent and wise. I'm sorry. People think Donald Trump is stupid. He is not a stupid man. No. Well, actually, it's a high IQ. Uh, he's a very, like, these are two very intelligent leaders, unlike what everyone kept saying Caesar Look, was. I know Caesar's Trump a moron. Trump doesn't appear to be intelligent, but he is. Obama doesn't appear to be a doofus, but he is. Yes, he's a doofus. Obama is a doofus. He has been. Yeah, anybody that would fight this hard for his own enslavement is a doofus. I know, he thinks he's going to be with the elites, but, you know, what he doesn't remember is Margaret Sanger. Deep, deep in the progressive movement is a hatred towards black people and brown people. They wanted to get rid of them all. Well, we talked about, and I'm glad you brought up Margaret Sanger, because she thought she was going to be in the elites, too, by her policies. But they they kicked her under the bus because the uh, elites in the, the uh, what do you call it, movement, for um, the voting rights for women? They kicked her under the bus because she was too radical for them, and they wanted the vote. So the the sovereign whatever movement yeah, that was, a handful of women wanted the vote. Every woman didn't want the no, vote. No, they didn't. They were quite the happy was, the way it was. I mean, if you have land, you could vote anyway as a woman in most places. But I mean, the, their vote was as a family, husband and wife. Right, but again, what you're saying is that Obama thinks he's going to have a seat at the table, and Sanger did too, and they kicked her under the bus as well. She only resurfaced as this great hero because the progs came back. Yeah, but she's a eugenicist, and she thinks sick people, weak people, disabled people, brown, brown people, people, black people, <laughs> in fact, any anything but white European people need to be expunged. That's what she believes in. And she's the founder of Planned Parenthood. Congratulations. Keep fighting for that murdering baby stuff. You know, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It matters what God thinks. And what, sooner or later, you're going to realize that. And murder is murder. You, have a, you had a choice. You had a choice not to have sex. You chose to have sex. Well, yet getting pregnant is a side effect of that choice. You don't get to make a new choice. You already, you already made your choice. Now you have to be responsible and deal with the consequences. But nobody's responsible anymore. We've taught women they shouldn't be. What? Who uses, you know, it, it's amazing. Because birth control, it sounds like, oh, it's 100%. I know a lot of teenage girls that got pregnant on birth control. I mean, I didn't have that many friends, and I knew at least three. 
I got pregnant on birth control. See? Okay, now, you were saying this the other night, too. If he keeps doing this, you're like, even the freaking progs are going to have to say, whoa, what the hell, right? Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's jumped off the cliff, and he wants to take them with him, and the newspapers the news, and the lamestream media is going to put on the brakes. Yeah, well, that's what it says And right then he's here. just going to go by himself. That's what it's saying in the next paragraph. Well, then, why don't you wait till I read it? <laughs> Even the left-leaning New York Times conceded Obamanis' move appeared intended to box in President-elect Trump, who will now have to decide whether to lift the sanctions on Russian intelligence agency when he takes office next month. Oh, he doesn't have to decide anything. He's going to. <laughs> He's going to undo everything Obamanis is trying to do. He's going to undo it. it he, he thought this would make his stuff permanent. Even if we're at war with Russia, I'm still revealing all your crap. You will have no legacy other than you are a piece of crap. You get that, Caesar? That the whole world knows it. And the historians will, some historians will write it. But, you know, you can't go anywhere. You got to push a button. Oh, I was going to put more wood in the fire, Brian. Well, first you have to push a button. (laughs) Well, I got to find the button first. Well, you should have been ready. Yeah, I was just, I was too enthralled with you and what you were saying. Seriously, I was really cool. <laughs> you look really. You look like you didn't like it at all. No, I did. I really did. Yeah, there's not much to discuss on on that article. I mean, well, I thought you were going to go more into it. That's why. I can't. There's no reason to go any more into it. This is BS. He had the CIA and the FBI come out and back him up on this. They never said anything before. No way. This is this is true. No, there's just no way. Well, you know, I got to tell you one thing. I was kind of, and I do have the button ready now, but I was kind of disappointed in the person that uh, Dana chose today to fill in for her. This topic, what you're talking about, was the only thing he talked about the entire three hours. How the heck can you talk about I this have, for three they, hours? He did. I can't do it for five minutes. He talk, that's all, And he took all the calls he took, had to talk on this topic for wow. three hours. Dana will never have him back, I guarantee you. I was like, what the hell? Move along. Uh, obviously, she it last-minute thing, I guess, and she chose poorly. Oh, she didn't have many choices, right? Yep. Okay. Well, push the button. Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. It's high time that we limit their numbers. It's high time that we close up that gate. Can't you see how we are rapidly becoming another third world fascist state? Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. Okay, thank you. Call Clang, Clang with a K.com. And of course, that means it's time for the Illegal Alien Invasion Report. From the Daily Signal. The Obamanist administration is using a taxpayer-funded program to award business grants to Salvadorian migrants deported from the United States. Illegal aliens deported. Program to award business grants to Salvadorian migrants deported from the United States. They're not even in the United States. What the heck is he talking about? He's on the way out. He's still trying to overspend and crash the system. $20 trillion in debt already. 
this is stupid. And you know what? He's opening up he's opening up himself for an actual criminal trial. His his behavior, oh yeah. What he's doing right now, you can't just take money and send it to Salvador so that they can open business in El Salvador. You can't do that. I know, they do whatever they want. I mean, they're not even supposed to give money to anybody anyway, because it's not their money, and I, nothing in the Constitution allows them to do it, so that's all unconstitutional. All foreign aid is unconstitutional. All state aid is unconstitutional as well. Go ahead, find it in the Constitution. Show me in the Constitution where it is enumerated, not where somebody takes one clause and applies it to 20,000 things. By reading into it, being a textualist. No, I'm I'm only interested in originalists. So if you ever, if you are going to try and call the show today, you better. And I need that phone number. You better understand. I don't want to hear any textualist nonsense. It means what the founding fathers who wrote it says it means. Not what you say it means. Who are you? You're a doofus in 2016. This was decided in 1787 and 88. So, yeah, run by the nonprofit Instituto Salvadorno del Migrante and funded through a $50,000 grant from the taxpayer backed Inter American Foundation. The program facilitates deportees reintegration into their communities and supports their enterprises by offering financial education, technical advice, and assistance with business plans. Really? How come I can't get that as a citizen? They're doing it in El Salvador, but not here. I can't get business loan here. Immigrants all do. They get franchise loans. Why do you think Pakistanis own all the hotel motels in the southeast? And more, by the way. Why? How did, they all came over... They all said, oh, yeah, we, we, we want to have a, rest, a hotel. And the government said, fine, here's the money. You can't get that loan, but immigrants can, legal immigrants. Now, now illegal aliens who came to this country and was deported, they're now helping them integrate into their community, build businesses. Are you out of your mind? Somebody... Somebody smacked this man upside the head. I swear, when he's not president anymore, somebody's going to take a whack at him. I'll tell you right now. He better shut his mouth when he leaves office because he has burned so many bridges. Even Democrats don't like him anymore. I bet there's people listening right now that voted for him that said, that are pissed off at all the crap he's doing right now. So, good. Let him finish killing the Democrat party on the way out. Because that's what he's doing. Because they're not going to vote for Democrats anymore. Because this is what Democrats really want. Now it's been exposed. Now you don't vote for them. Oh, by the way, they're right-wing progs, too. You got to watch out for that. You can't just do R&D. R&D is crap. By the way, R&D is the same thing. They might just call it Erdy. The numbers are always out. You just put it out. No, I, I put it out way before the show. That's part of me setting up. Up there. <sighs> I did you write down the numbers for the listening lines for Red State Talk Radio? Okay. Did you? Hon, you were supposed to have already done I know, but I haven't been feeling well. My arm has been... I know you haven't been feeling well, but you've been on the computer, so... 
Why did you do it? I can do it now. Oh, you're going to do it while you're doing something else? Aren't you afraid? No, you told me not to be. You never listened to me. What's your point? I'm listening now. Someone shoot me. <laughs> Isn't this outrageous? It's unthinkable. <laughs> it really is. I couldn't have imagined anybody doing this ever. This is the stupidest move in history. And now they've opened themselves up to us, so we're making sure the Trump people know about it, so they can get rid of that, what was the name of that thing? Uh, Salva- Instituto Salvadorno del Magrande, funded through Inter-American Foundation. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. Inter-American Foundation. That needs to be cut off. That, that needs to disappear completely. And no money goes to foreigners that that's no money goes from the national government to foreigners none i know we can't do much about the foreign aid which goes to the government we're talking about individuals they are giving money to individuals they and and aid as well you know what i want to know seriously brian how much how many how long have i been trying to get a grant and i can't because i have to be 501c3 are these individuals 501c3 that that American inter-American thing is because you can't be touched by anybody. Not even your state will recognize you. Yeah, even though you're state non for profit. Oh well, that hence why we've got nothing done up here because we we can't afford to get five hundred one c three anymore. Uh, we lost more than half our income, and I don't know. I, I don't think they'd do it anyway. They'd find out about, they'd look me up on social media and do a Google search. And there's no way the people in charge of this are going to give it to me. Just like they dragged their feet in the last election for a bunch of organizations that were conservative that wanted their 501c3. They purposely didn't do it. But so I'm give- not, uh, and they kept their money. So I'm not giving them money to tell me they're not going to give me the status. Screw it. I guess I have to figure out something else. Maybe I need local donations if they care about what we're doing up here. Let's see. Let's let's just put let's put stuff up on bulletin boards and stuff. Well, I'm also going to go to the um, veterans programs too and look those up as well. You're a veteran. Yeah, it's just the point is they all want their tax break. You just got to work with them and say, you know what? I don't really care about the tax break. I, I care about giving you this money. Oh, look. There's their promo on Red State. Promo code Red State. Do you get my three? pillow? Two for one. That's oh, it's three for one. I thought no, it was four for one. No, it couldn't be four for. Yeah, one. it was four for one. It was two travel and two regular. Really, he makes travel pillows. So why didn't we use that code and go get it? Because I couldn't understand when she said the number. Here's the number here. Oh, you're supposed to write it down. Right, and she said it too fast. Anyway, two for one is fine with me. <laughs> and and receive a fifty percent instant discount. So it's. Half price and a free one. That's pretty good. You okay. should click on it and see how much it costs. Anyway. Anyway, why are you on Red State? Because I'm getting the listener lines. Oh. Yes. This, I don't know why it doesn't say it. It, it does say listener line. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't say which. Oh, I see what This says Encore. This is nothing. That it should nothing. say Prime. It should pay Bright. Write that down for you so I can, get, so I I can tell it. Scott. 
I got a lot to talk to him about, actually. And this was one of them. If that's 100% and that's there, why? Fix that. <laughs> he still has it, I told him. Uh, I should probably tell him, you know, if you send me the code, I can fix it for you. Anyway, back to this is disgusting. Um, so everyone knows. Well, I just want to put the number out there for anyone who's called the show. <clears throat> we will not be taking callers in the first hour. Absolutely not. Um, but I'll put the number out so you can write it down. We only have one line. So it's first come, first serve. 406-565-4189. 406-565-4189. That's 406-565-4189. When we open up the lines, just jump in. And we'll Hopefully it'll work. I didn't get to test it before the show, but it was working before. So, the other thing I want to mention for now, the other now let's give out the listener lens. Let's see if you if you don't have any data and you want to listen to the show, you have no way of doing it because you have you have no data left. You can listen to us on the phone over at Red State Talk Radio. Right. So, at Red State Talk Radio. Prime Channel, which would be for us, yeah, is 605-562-4209. Now, if you go to redstatetalkradio.com, the players are in the right side, right sidebar. And the two players are there for Prime and Encore. And the listener lines are, are on them like I like I told them to. <laughs> I told them it would be a good idea. So I guess I suggested. Um, anyway, so we're on Encore. And our... Listener line would be 605-562-4221. 605-562-4221. That's 605-562-4221. There you go. You don't even need a computer. You can listen by while you're wherever your phone is, you can listen. Ow. Got warm here. Anyway, I want to say also for people that do not know this, Brian does a completely cold show. He will send me things, but he never knows what's going to be in them, and that is why he is so outraged about this, because he hadn't a clue. And to tell you the truth, neither did I. There are so many programs and so many agencies out there that are stealing so much of our money. It's disgusting. <laughs> this is going to be the, the, another disgusting show. It's worse just, than disgusting. It, it's infuriating. And it's illegal. And it's illegal. Um, because it's unconstitutional. Yes, you can hear me say unconstitutional a lot. Because this everything everything they're doing is unconstitutional. So no one will get to say. Alright, where were we with this thing? Oh yeah, giving money, technical advice, assisted business plans, everything education, technical advice. All for someone you deported from the country for being here illegally. Fantastic. Do you know how many businesses you and I or or ideas we've tried? I know, and they won't to, to get in my way every single time. You've got to have money, or you ain't going to do nothing. So this goes on to say, "quote So if you break the rules and get deported, we'll help you start a business back in your home country." How absurd," said Senator Rand Paul, Republican Kentucky. The program, come on, you don't even have to understand the Constitution to understand it. This is absolutely not what your government's supposed to be doing with your money. Besides that, he can say this all he wants. What is he going to do about it? What are these cockroaches going to do about it? Nothing. They don't. They'll defund. try it. No, they'll try. You know, but, you know, he's one senator. 
That's the problem. Yeah, they need to defund all this stuff. No, they need to get rid of the filibuster and then get everything done. That's what needs to happen. But they won't do it because it's, it's circus and bread up there. It's a one-party system. They're not interested in fixing anything. They want to continue to dis- dismantle everything. So that's the majority of the people in Congress. That's why, that's why you're not going to see anything getting done. That's why my plan is necessary. We have to educate the people so that we can take the government back from our ground up. Grassroots, from the school board as your first stop. Take that over at like-minded individuals that understand the Constitution and uh, limited government, and then move on to the next step, which would be like, I recommend zoning board, because that can do a lot of damage to a lot of people, and it has, and it still is. So, we, that. Then the county commissioners. Mayor. If you're in a city, you want, you know, the city commission, mayor, whatever. Work your way up. One step at a time. Don't go, don't skip. Don't go where you want to go. Start with the school board. Until that's done, you don't move forward. And it doesn't matter how much you get done. Because no matter how much you get done, you and your fellow countrymen in your state will have have an improvement in their life. Even if it doesn't get all the way to the governor. It's no harm in getting done as much as you can. It'll make your lives better in the county if you take over the county and never get any farther. It's something. It, it, it matters. But you have to keep trying to go farther. But it's okay that you can't. Because you you have succeeded to that point and everybody's lives is that much better. And that's a good thing. But the goal is to get to the governor so that the states can reassert their constitutional sovereignty, tell the federal government to get the hell out of my state except where they're constitutionally allowed and nothing else that would be military bases forts and other needful buildings that's it it's all they're allowed not land they're not allowed land land they were limited to in washington dc specifically limited to what they granted it in when it was created so susan wants to go to break so it's the Robert radio show you stay tuned cause we'll be right back you live here yes well maybe you know what a zombie is when a person dies and is buried it seems there's certain voodoo priests who who have the power to bring him back to life horrible it's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own you see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes following orders not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. What is term life insurance? 
It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Aquabert Radio Show. Hour half of one. What? <laughs> You tell me to go hot, and then you sniffle. No, I'm cleaning my nose out with nasal spray. It just happened I had to do that, because otherwise <laughs> it's going to run out the front. You know, I was noticing this the other day, that a lot of the conservative talk show hosts on the internet, as well as on terrestrial radio, have some kind of chronic illness. I didn't know that. Yeah. They're, 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 they all are saying stuff about, you know, when they're sick and... And I'm like, wow. I don't talk about it because I'm always sick. 
I know. Chronically ill sucks. Remember what they say? Well, you got at least you got your hell. Not so much. You know how many people said that to me? <laughs> and I just don't say a word, but I don't have my health. I wish I did. No, you have, you've told the folks when you don't, you're not doing well. They can tell. Yeah, but I, I don't tell them, you know, in depth what's wrong with me. There's so much wrong with me because of this. It's, it just covers everything. There's a <laughs> problem everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you got to laugh or you're going to cry. Okay, so Rand, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Let's read on, Macbeth. The program was included in a report on government waste by the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Subcommittee on Federal Spending Oversight and Emergency Management, chaired by Paul. Good Lord. The Inter-American Foundation sought to clarify that the Salvadorian grants are not intended for criminal deportees, but the subcommittee had no confirmation that criminal deportees are prohibited from receiving funds. No specific award criteria were provided. What we do know is that about 30% of the returning deportees were deported due to violent or other crimes beyond undocumented presence, Paul stated. Undocumented presence left for me. Program supporters argue that negative impressions about deportees hamper their chances to get loans in El Salvador. They're criminals! That's unfair! They said. Um, that's their country's problem. Given that most criminal deportees crimes involve assault, drunk driving, and drug possession. To which Paul responded, so while banks justifiably hesitate to take on such a risk, it is apparently perfectly reasonable to pass that risk onto the American taxpayer. There's no risk. It's a grant, not a loan. Jessica Vaughn, policy analyst at the Nonpartisan Center for Immigration Studies, said that while many things could go wrong, it's in our interest to ensure that people who are deported don't turn around and come back again. In concept, it may not be that bad of an idea, she told Watchdog in an interview. While asserting that border deterrence is the only thing that will work in the long run, Vaughn added, people have to have a reason to stay in their country. No, that's not our job. That's, that's the government's job. Of their country. They're supposed to make sure their people are happy and want to stay there. It's not our job. Vaughn. But she shared Paul's concerns about rewarding criminal... You just want to spend my money any way you feel like. That's the problem. It makes them feel good. They're doing charity. That's what they... This is charity. Government doesn't do charity. Individuals do charity. Or charitable organizations do charity. Not governments. And there's nothing in the Constitution that allows for it. And I can, these progs, I've actually responded and said, it's not charity. Really? It's not charity to give people money and never expect to see it back again because they're poor. Sounds like charity to me. Again, it's not in the Constitution. It can't be done. But they're doing it anyway. Not even, they're not even allowed to fund refugees. That was decided under James Madison's administration. When they tried to send $22,000 to some refugees that were down in, uh, I shouldn't call them refugees, they weren't raping anybody, but there was some in one of the southern states, I can't remember which, and they wanted to give them, a, give them money. Madison said, veto. Show me in the Constitution where it allows you to dip in the treasury 
for refugees. That's the state's. That's the state's problem, not the national government. And if you're confused, immigration is still state power, not the national government. Nobody knows that, but that's real. We never granted the power to immigration to the national government. Now, you might think it's a good idea. No, it's not. And I show you what Obamaness has been doing to us. That's why. Stop giving power to the national government. They take it, use it, and abuse it. Stop letting them steal power for themselves. Learn the Constitution. Learn what it means. Understand it. And the best place you can do that, especially if you want to listen, if you're if you're a person that is a uh, learns by listening instead of visual, I'm visual. But if you're auditory, PatriotsPub.us, PatriotsPub.us, U.S. history, the Constitution, the founding fathers, just the facts. You decide. You, you learn. You think. I don't teach you anything. It's three scholars. We read it, then we discuss it. We read it, then we discuss it. We read a section, we discuss it. That's it. That's It's the whole show. But you will learn an immense amount of knowledge from that podcast. It was a live show, actually. It was three and a half years to do that. Three and a, That included all the studying leading up to it. Just that show was three and a half years. So please listen from episode one or you're going to miss out the whole point of the whole show. The whole, it's, it's, it's an educational experience. But if you don't start where I decided it had to start, 1763 in episode one, then you won't get the understanding that is intended so that you can see what's happening, what the colonists were thinking, what, the gov- what England was doing to them, how they responded. Blah, blah, blah. It was a lot that led up to this. They they did not want to go to war with England. They did not, They were, they wanted to fix it. And they tried, 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 tried until there was just, it just wasn't going to happen. And they, and they said, that's it. We're gone. That's why the Declaration of Independence was written and later signed. Um, if and when border security is tightened, Vaughn said, I can see a program like this when we get back to deporting people who are caught working and not necessarily criminals. Why would you want to fund people that far? I, I heard your stupid argument. They don't want to come here then. You say, uh, when security is tightened. No, Vaughn, there's going to be a double wall built with razor wire on top. Vaughn. I can't wait to January 20th. The Enemy Within. Bribes bore a hole in the U.S. border from the New York Times. In 2012, Juhun David Lee, a federal homeland security agent in Los Angeles, was assigned to investigate the case of a Korean businessman accused of sex trafficking. Instead of carrying out a thorough inquiry, Mr. Lee solicited and received about $13,000 in bribes and other gifts from the businessman and his relatives in return for making the immigration issue go away, court records show. Mr. Lee, an agent with Homeland Security Investigations at Immigration and Customs Enforcement, 
filed a report saying subject was suspected of human trafficking. No evidence found and victim statement contradicts. Case closed. No further action required. But after another agent alerted internal investigators about Mr. Lee's interference in another case, his record was examined and he was charged with bribery. He pleaded guilty in July and was sentenced to 10 months in prison. Yeehaw! Finally, criminals going to prison. When can Obama's whole administration and, and, and that witch Hillary Rotten Clinton and her husband Bill go to jail? I want them all by bars. And I'm not talking white-collar criminal federal prison. Uh-uh! General pop, baby. I'm dropping you in general population. <clears throat> it was not an isolated case. A review by the New York Times of thousands of court records and internal agency documents showed that over the last 10 years, almost 200 employees and contract workers of the Department of Homeland Security have taken nearly $15 million in bribes while being paid to protect the nation's borders and enforce immigration laws. These employees have looked the other way as tons of drugs and thousands of undocumented immigrants were smuggled into the United States, the record show. They have illegally sold green cards and other immigration documents, have entered law enforcement databases and given sensitive information to drug cartels. In one case, the information was used to arrange the attempted murder of an informant. The Times findings most likely undercount the amount of bribes because in many cases, court records do not give a tally. The findings also do not include gifts, trips, or money stolen by the Homeland Security employees. Throughout this campaign, President-elect Donald J. Trump said border security would be one of his highest priorities as he prepares to take office. He will find that many of the problems seem to come from within. Okay, again, this is what we were talking about last night. They're trying to say that we sh- there's no way to stop anybody from coming in here. We're all corrupt. It's our fault. And They're not saying that. Yeah, they are. They're saying that. Not yet. Again... You read ahead. Only talk about what, what I've talked, what I have read. Okay. They just said it comes from within. That was part of a last sentence. There's a whole lot more there than that. It does absolutely no good to talk about the building of walls or tougher enforcement if you can't secure the integrity of the immigration system. When you have fraud and corruption within your own employees, said the internal affairs official at the Department of Homeland Security, who spoke on condition of anonymity. Now, why is this coming out now? Why this has been going on through the whole Obama's administration? Why are they allowing them to talk about this now? Oh, yeah, I said allow, because they don't allow a lot of things. It's because... They're trying to change your focus from building the wall to sorting out corruption. One is not exclusive of the other. You can do two things at once. You can build a wall and investigate the whole national government system. And that's what I would do. I'd have numerous people, investigators going through every branch there is, firing, finding fraud, bringing charges, everybody, because they're full of progs that think they can do whatever they want and get away with it because they have. Well, guess what? Someone else is coming in, and you're working under his administration. 
and he's not going to tolerate it. And again, it's Homeland Security. Why do we need them? We don't. We we, we didn't have them for over 200 years. I think you know. I think we could do without. Thank you. And again, it's our fault. But 9-11. 9-11 would have happened whether we had the Department of Homeland Security now. You're telling me the intelligence agencies are the ones we need to do this. Ones we need to get the information. Ones we need to stop these things before they happen. We don't need an extra agency. The last thing you do is put up more people. It just makes it worse. It makes it harder to do anything. It's just too many people. Too many cooks spoil the soup. Ever hear that? Well, that's what the bureaucracy is. Too many cooks. There's a thousand cooks all trying to create again, one soup. Again. But and they can't agree. I I I want onions in my soup. I don't like onions. I want carrots. <laughs> See, that's the kind of thing that's going on with your money. But they're also they're blaming us. They're not blaming the freaking illegal Look, pieces of crap. I happen crap. to know for a fact that they didn't actually come out and blame it. They just said, how can you do this when you can't even have the integrity within your agencies? So then just leave you the border open. You can do both. Open. No, they want the border open. Yeah, I don't open. care what they want. Neither does Trump. He's not, gonna, he's not just going to focus on one thing, him personally. He's going to go, you, build the wall. He's going to go, you, tell China to pound sand. You, go to Russia and make peace. You, this is how it's going to be. He's delegating authority. If they don't perform to his satisfaction, watch his, watch his show, reality show. He will fire them. That's what he does. And it, that's how you have to be because people lie about what they can do, what they can't do on their resume. You should get them on the job and you're like, you're out of here. You'd be firing everybody. Constantly. But eventually <laughs> I'd find one. See, that's it. You eventually, that's the only way to eventually find the good ones. You have to fire, look at new applicants, fire, look at new applicants, fire, look at them. You know, you keep a record of the ones you fired because you never want to see them again. All right, um, again, don't worry about who we put where. They're going to do what Donald Trump tells them to do, or he will replace them. So chill. Donald's in charge. <laughs> again, though, that they're saying, well, it's not working, so we might as well just keep the border. They didn't say open. that. You would, you would imply, you, no, they didn't imply that. You inferred <clears throat> it. You inferred it. They haven't said it yet. And if they did say it in this article, I'm going to say this one more time. Do not talk about what I haven't read yet. Is that so difficult? And this goes for anyone who calls in, too. I don't care. I don't want to hear some other story about whatever you want to talk about. You'll talk about only the topics we've covered. This isn't your show. It's mine. And it, this gets confusing to people on the Internet. The First Amendment doesn't apply to me, either. Understand that. The First Amendment applies to the government, not me. This is my radio show, my house, my rules. You curse, you go off topic, you hang up on it. Enough of it happens, I'll go back to not taking calls ever again. Now you just scared everybody. No, I'm being I'm putting I'm putting the rules on the table so everybody hearing me knows the rules. Break the rules, you just get hung up on. And by the way, you might you'll get something out live, but afterwards I'll go back to the recordings and I'll <laughs> you out. So you won't get to your, your message across anyway. So why bother? So you're even countering this that the, what they're saying. 
because they said, well, don't even bother building the wall. It's not going to do They didn't anything. say that. They said. You yeah. inferred it. They did not say they, it. They said there's no reason to build a wall if they're. If no, they're, it says no good to talk about building the walls or tougher enforcement if you can't secure the integrity of the immigration system. That statement is correct. But look at the timing. Why now? This is more throwing monkey wrenches into everything on Obama's way out the door. He's he's trying to make sure Trump cannot have a successful presidency no matter what he does. But he keeps doing this through idiotic executive action that could be undone by the next executive. It's not law. The executive branch does not make law. The judicial branch does not make law. They do in this crappy system we have that morphed into this thing right now. Not, not supposed to. It's illegal. It's unconstitutional. Yeah, but they're playing a very dangerous game because, like you have said over and over again when we have our own discussions, they do anything to this man, we're not going to take it anymore. And we're the majority of the people. It's scary time. It's the end times. It's going to suck. <laughs> U.S.-Mexico teamwork. What? Where did it go here? Ah. But after another agent, blah, blah, blah. Uh, where did I stop at? Did I stop where he was sentenced? He pleaded guilty in July. He was sentenced to 10 yeah. months in prison. Right. U.S.-Mexico teamwork. I don't know what this is supposed to be. Where the Rio Grande is but a ribbon. April oh, 22nd, I, I, I pasted in a picture by accident. That was a you, make, you have a lot of accidents. I do. No, you know what? The websites are getting worse and worse. I mean, I'm talking everything, including physically. <laughs> the, the websites are getting nasty. I mean, there's pop-up ads. There's freaking, they just start streaming audio all over the damn place. Yeah, it's just rude. Everybody <laughs> has to deal with data limits and you're playing around. <clears throat> all right, where was I? It was not an isolated case. Yes, I think I'm there. A review of the New York Times of thousands of court records and internal agency documents showed that over the last 10 years, almost 200 employees and contract workers of the Department of Homeland Security have taken nearly $15 million in bribes while being paid to protect the nation's borders and enforce the immigration laws. Just to recap. The Times findings most likely undercount the amount of bribes because in many cases, court records do not give a tally. The five, oh, oh, the findings also do not include gifts, trips, or money stolen by Homeland Security employees. Stolen. What do we need these people? This in the TSA is like the most corrupt freaking pieces Look, of crap. Couldn't you learn by watching England that this progressivism doesn't work? Why would you buy into something so stupid? You know, the whole, this whole collectivist thing, communist thing, socialist thing, all existed before our country was born. We tried, the, the first settlements tried collectivism. I know, we bring this up almost every show. <laughs> Epic failure. What, did, what was their solution? Private property ownership, and you get to keep the fruits of your labors. Then they thrived instead of died. I'm always going to talk about it. It's an example of why are we f experimenting with this? 
We already have. There's no reason to. We know. We've experimented. It failed. We experimented. It failed. Let's experiment again. Why? It failed. It failed all throughout Europe. It failed in South America. It's failed the USSR, China. Everything has failed. That is socialistic, communistic, collectivistic, left-wing, little progressive, socialist, commie, fascist, statist bastards. I don't care what you call yourselves. You're all in it together. We don't care. You can label yourself all you want. We know what you are. Left-wing kooks that are too stupid to know that you're working for your own slavery. I like to say serfdom. Good book by Frederick A. Hayek, The Road to Serfdom. You might want to see if you can get the ebook online. Highly recommend reading it. Also, Mises. If you want to really <clears throat> blow your friends that are all socialist mind, get so get socialism. That's what the book is called by Ludwig von Mises. After reading, you read it first. You could use arguments with them, et cetera, et cetera. You can break them all down. But if you can get them to read it, they'll never be socialist again. If they have half a brain. Now, I don't know how you choose friends. I don't choose a bunch of dumb friends. Just, why? Because they usually get in fights all, everywhere you go. So it, I'm not interested in that. Neither should you. As he prepares to take Trump, as he appears to take office, he will find that many of the problems seem to come from within. Blah, blah, blah. Although the Homeland Security employees who have been caught taking bribes represent less than 1% of the more than 250,000 people who work at the department, investigators say the bribes and small numbers of people arrested and charged with bribery obscure the impact corruption can have on border security and immigration enforcement. Again, this 1%, like the freaking transgenders and the homosexuals. Uh, Transgenders are less than 1%. And it's 1%, but of course they're going to bring it out because we cannot. All the homos make up about 3%. No, no, I'm talking about they're going to bring it out because we can't, we we cannot stop immigration. Are you kidding me? Yes, we can. It's this simple. We're not taking any more immigrants. We'll let you know when that changes. Of course you can. Well... They're not supposed to be in charge of immigration at all. So Trump should come in and go, you know what? This isn't my problem. I give it back to the states where it belongs. You guys are in charge of immigration in your own state. Uh, Take care of this. Fix it in your state. Well, that's constitutional. So he's probably not going to do it because I don't consider Donald to understand the Constitution. That doesn't mean he won't. Again... If he finds someone to teach him the Constitution and how it applies to everything he's doing, he'll he'll listen and learn. That's what he does. I know. I, I'm going to contact them about this, and I'm actually going to try. I actually thought maybe I'd try to be his constitutional advisor. I was going to say So I could do it on Skype, you know. Consultant. Consultant works too. Uh, I could do that on Skype. And I, I will not. I'm poor, but I won't. I won't ask for any money at all. <clears throat> any amount is bad. One person alone could do a lot of damage," said John Roth, the Inspector General of the Department of Homeland Security. It doesn't have to be widespread. We don't have to have your department either. Law enforcement experts say the bribing of border and immigration agents is not surprising. 
Let's bring in the fact also, I've been watching what's going on with the CIA and the FBI, the people in charge. They are, they are pulling out all the stops, their progs, to help Obama to ensure that Trump will not have a successful presidency. But it ain't going to work. We'll talk more on the other side. Second Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle. Jake's Ham Sandwich Rule. If you're in the country illegally, you are entitled to a well-prepared and frankly delicious ham sandwich, followed by a helpful boot in the ass to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? Do you cry every night because you feel that global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? And is Al Gore your arch-magi of all that is green? Then do we have a solution for you? Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk, bike, or drive your carbon-credit vehicle to the uncooperative moped dealership. We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color, liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks, and pickup trucks, and soccer mom vans from our city streets. 
So drive your patchouli-loving ass out of the gas-guzzling, environmentally destroying, mechanically driven device today and onto one of our fully loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. Woo! I don't know if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But Dad, we gotta reach out to our place somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. What will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence. It don't make any sense. When there's no documentation, that's too far. And somehow or some way we're gonna find out who you are. Sneaking in America. Trying to hide from immigration. Sneaking in America. Across the land, across the nation. Sneaking in America. Welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. Okay, where are we? Arr. Blaming ourselves for the immigration problem. <laughs> Law enforcement experts say the bribing of border immigration agents is not surprising, as security along the border has tightened with the addition of fences, drones, and sensors. Drug cartels and human smugglers have found it increasingly more difficult to operate. This story is completely intended to make you think we don't need a wall. Thank you. Yes, we do. It is not tightened. What the hell? Tightened is more people coming in than ever. And he's bringing refugees on top of it. It's not tightened. He's changing the whole electorate. That's the point. He's changing our entire society. But first, he's changing the electorate so he can do that continuously. So whoever comes in can't undo it. But they screwed up. They they went to executive orders. They thought they were cute. I told you from the beginning. That's great. It's going to screw us up until he's out of office. And then if we're not stupid enough to vote for Hitler, it'll be undone. A lot of you people voted for Hitler. I have no idea why you would vote for a criminal. An out-and-out criminal. The Butcher of Benghazi. You voted for the Butcher of Benghazi? Are you out of your mind? Or the shrill attitude of that woman alone. Watch her in the beginning as she talks to everybody. She talks at them, not to them. And angrily. Yeah, but they failed. It was close. Then it should have been. I told you, they're going to steal about 8% of the vote. So it's not surprising, he, you know, that... She got, I don't know, what, 1%, 1 or 2% more than him in the popular vote? That's because of corruption. If you take away all the illegal votes, she would not have won the popular vote either. And it should be an, it should be a warning. Every time you see the popular vote not matching up, it's because of corruption in the system. It's because of rigging the system. 
you know, you get a lot more votes when there's people voting two and three times for you. Or and, dead. Or dead people vote for you. Or, or illegal. Illegal aliens vote for you. And uh, you know, stupid people vote for you. And, not, and women vote for you because you have a vagina. Blah, blah, blah. Um, if you took all those votes away, she wouldn't have anything. <laughs> well, and you know what I loved about this? And um, I don't want to talk about the election the rest of the show. But I love that when they did the recounts, uh, Trump got more. <laughs> In yeah. every state, Trump got more. Yeah, now they're, now they're trying a different... Now that same Klein one was trying a different a- approach to it. There's definite corruption to the machines and the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, look, let's audit all the machines. Let's do that. Since we already know in Pennsylvania and Texas, the machines were changing Trump votes to Hitler votes. That came out during the election. There was a lot more fraud than that. I usually report on fraud every election. There's plenty of it to go around. Including trashing uh, campaign headquarters. That happened this election, too, to Donald Trump's headquarters. Uh, their satellites, whatever you want to call them. How, how is that fighting for the minds of the people? Trashing, slashing tires of vehicles that were going to bring people that didn't have a vehicle to go vote. This is all the left. Ku Klux Klan, left. Jim Crow laws, left. Democrats started the KKK and they're still in charge of the KKK. And again, all the things they talk about, the racism, were done by Democrats, not by Republicans. Democrats. Republicans took the right to bear arms away from the black people, the freed black people. Republicans fought to get it back. Why did the Democrats take, try to take it away from them? Because they were they they were threatening the KKK, but when the Ku Klux Klan comes a knocking, they don't want you to have a gun to shoot them with while they're burning a cross on your lawn, which is some of the nicest stuff they've done in the old days: whipping, lynching, killing, maiming, it, it, Democrats. I just don't get it. That no, the black community has been played their whole lives. The Democrats have always wanted to end their existence. So now they figure out a way to use them for their own benefit. And that includes the brown people as well. I don't know why there should be a difference. Any, there's just darker brown and lighter brown, right? It's just all brown. I don't feel like saying it all the time. Where was I? Um, law enforcement experts say the bribing of border and agent age is not surprising. So it makes sense that cartels would target and try to corrupt border interdiction agents, said Fred Burton, chief security officer at Stratfor, a global intelligence company and a former deputy chief of counterterrorism at the State Department's Diplomatic Security Service. It's very similar to the tactics and trade graph used by foreign intelligence services during the Cold War. Homeland Security officials acknowledging that internal corruption is a problem have hired more internal affairs investigators providing ethics training and started to administer polygraph tests to new applicants, along with the counter-surveillance training to employees so they can recognize when they are being targeted by criminal organizations. Customs and Border Protection, which has had dozens of its officers arrested and charged with bribery, said it made additional changes to combat corruption. 
Jay Johnson, the Secretary of Homeland. Oh, what kind of idiot spells out J for J, so it could be Jay Johnson? No matter, it's just two extra letters that were not necessary. It still means J, which is the letter J. You can tell he's a prog. He was raised by prog. The Secretary of Homeland Security in 2014 gave authority to the agency's Internal Affairs Office to conduct criminal investigations for the first time. And Mark Morgan, a former FBI agent who had investigated corruption on the border, was put in charge of the Border Patrol. Polygraphs have made it so that we don't hire people with significant problems, said R. Gil Kurlikowski, Commissioner of the Customs Agency. The bigger problem is what happens to people who are already on board. These changes address that. Records show that the bribing of Homeland Security employees persists. In 2016, 15 have been arrested on, convicted of, or sentenced on charges of bribery. Man, missing a comment. I'm reading it. Whoever wrote this is just horrible. Why is he getting paid? I don't understand. Records show that the bribing of Homeland Security employees persists. In February, Johnny Acosta, a Customs and Border Protection officer in Douglas, Arizona, was sentenced to eight years in prison for bribery and drug smuggling. Mr. Acosta, who was arrested as he tried to flee to Mexico, took more than $70,000 in bribes and helped smuggle over a ton of marijuana into the United States. Last month, Eduardo Bazan, a Border Patrol agent in McAllen, Texas, was arrested and accused of helping a drug trafficking organization smuggle cocaine. According to court records, Mr. Bazan admitted to receiving $8,000 for his help. Jose Cruz Lopez, a Transportation Security Administration screener at Luis Munoz Marin International Airport in San Juan, Puerto Rico, was arrested around the same time and accused of taking $215,000 in bribes to help smuggle drugs. Corruption investigators said the case of the former Border Patrol agent, Ivan Herrera Chang, illustrates the damage a single compromise agent can cause. In 2013, he was sentenced to 15 years for providing sensitive law enforcement information to drug cartels. Mr. Herrera Chang who was assigned to the special undercover unit targeting the cartels in Yuma, Arizona, provided maps of hidden underground sensors, lock combinations to gates along the United States-Mexico border, and locations of Border Patrol traffic checkpoints to an individual who provided them to the cartels. The cartels used the information to bypass Border Patrol agents and transport methamphetamine, cocaine, and marijuana into the country, according to court records. Don't forget human trafficking. Mr. Herrera Chiang also entered law enforcement databases on his work computer to run drug seizure checks and even provided information on confidential informants in Mexico. That information included one informant whom federal law enforcement officers were able to locate before he could be killed. Court agents said Mr. Herrera Chiang admitted to receiving about $4,500 in bribes for his efforts, but his co-conspirator put the amount between $60,000 and $70,000. Corrupt CBP law enforcement 
personnel pose a national security threat. A Department of Homeland Security report released may conclude it. Really? Wow. Glad we paid you all that money to come up with such an obvious conclusion. A Department of Homeland Security report may conclude it. The report also revealed numerous problems with efforts to root out corruption among Border Patrol and Customs agents. The report said the true levels of corruption within CBP are not known. Convicted former border and immigration agents to give a different point of view for reasons for taking bribes. From financial troubles to drug use. But for many, there was simple greed. Records show that Border Patrol officers and custom agents who protect more than 7,000 miles of border and deal mostly directly with drug cartels and smugglers have been the most in bribes, about $11 million. Now I can solve this right now. Border Patrol agents, you make sure that you do a background check on all of them and they have to have a minimum of secret clearance to be a Border Patrol agent and have any of this information available to them. That requires an intense background check that will turn up things like they're having money problems. You don't get clearance if you have money problems because they know that you're easily approached by foreign operatives. That's what they do. So if you have money problems, you don't get a secret clearance. These people that had money problems shouldn't have been able to be bribed and give information because that should have been, they should have never got the job. Okay, but the other thing that I get out of this is they're going after our... What do you our, mean? Because <laughs> they're going after our Border Patrol agents, Brian. These guys have been whistleblowers, and now they're going after them. I'm sorry. The ones that they're talking about, they've been convicted already, Susan. Okay, and... They are guilty. And they probably all have Spanish last names. Well, the last one has a has a actual Asian last name, Chang. Herrera hyphen Chang. I don't know. It's Chinese in his blood. Look, the Border Patrol has been speaking out against the Obama administration since day one. It doesn't matter. This is fraud. I don't care who's in charge. I want these people to go to jail. This was, you have to understand, this was, this happened under the atmosphere of the Obama administration. They felt they could get away with it, just like Obama just gets away with flaunting the law. He wasn't going to come after him, and he didn't. And But now, suddenly at the end, he's coming after him. I wonder why. Because Trump cannot succeed. succeed. Right. But he will. He'll build the wall. He'll get rid of all the corruption in all the agencies. Broad waste and abuse is his first, first goal uh, right after building the wall. Well, you have to understand, he's going to do a bunch of things at once. He's got people. He doesn't have to do anything except sign stuff or veto stuff. He's got people to do stuff for him. He delegates authority. He doesn't have to be bogged down with anything. This guy's on that problem. That guy's on that problem. This guy's on that problem. There you go. When you say this guy, the guy has a whole bureaucracy underneath him. So he, in turn, will delegate to his bureaucracy underneath him. However, Trump's smart. They'll hire independent investigators to investigate every single bureaucracy. Well, and that's what the right and the left are freaking out about, because he's not hiring normal people. That Oh, and any Muslims in office need to be removed oh, from Oh, the Muslim brother shouldn't be perp walk right out down the stairs. Get the hell out of my oh, freaking White House, you Wait, wait, muzzy, you forgot care. Muzzy pieces of brown Care crap. needs to go, too. 
cameras love it on killing white people. Right until they found, right until someone pointed out that he was doing it, they stopped. That's the left. But the issue of bribery extends well beyond frontline agents at the border. Department of Homeland Security employees who enforce immigration and custom laws and provide citizenship benefits and aviation security have also been arrested or indicted on and convicted of charges of taking bribes. Last month, Daniel Espel Emos, a former immigration service officer at the United States Citizen and Immigration Service in Los Angeles, pleaded guilty to taking $53,000 in bribes from immigration lawyers on behalf of 60 immigrants who were, not eligible, who were not eligible to become naturalized citizens of the United States. Mr. Amos certified that the immigrants met the requirements for citizenship, even though one person's English language skills were so poor that copies of test answers were given to him so he could memorize them for a naturalization interview. This is our own people doing it to us. You know what? I hate to say this because it's racist, but I would not allow any Hispanic anywhere near the Border Patrol. No, that's what I was saying as well. It's too open to, to sensitivities to the people on the other side. Family ties. Family ties. And then it opens it up for corruption too. No, uh, no. Because, again, just because they came here to become a citizen doesn't mean they don't have a, have this weird feeling in their heart about the illegal aliens coming here. They're my people. Okay. This is a good segue for me to do. And we're, you're not even halfway through the show yet. I'm not, I'm not through this first <laughs> story. I know. It's a good one. On that vein that you're talking about, my father came from Puerto Rico. And his kin came here first. They all settled in Manhattan. Yeah, but Puerto Rico is a different... I, I know, I because know. Because they're, no, because they're they're part of the United States. They're a right. territory of the United States right. of America. Right, but, but, let's, let me finish well, my Well, it story. makes a difference because they're citizens. The point is. Although they shouldn't be. The point is, when he went to this little area where all the Puerto Ricans were settling in, in Manhattan, they all spoke Spanish. They weren't going to learn how to speak English. He taught himself reading newspapers to speak English. His goal was to be an American, marry an American woman, and raise American children. He loved America. He still does. But when we went to go visit my little, his kin, and they were all speaking Spanish, he had a cow. He totally renounced them and said, my family is not going to be around you if you are not going to speak English and embrace. I mean, they had all kinds of Spanish food, and he, was, he wanted American food. He wanted freaking meatloaf when he went there. That's what he thought they were going to make. He renounced his whole family that was here. That goes what you're saying. If these people renounced and didn't have, like, your, you know, oh, my people, my people. My father went, no, my people are pieces of crap. You're supposed to be Americans. I never saw any of my cousins. Well, that's me. I know. Get to it. What? You haven't selected yet. A f- selected what? I don't want effects. I don't know what you want. But no, I put up, I said, welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show in the chat room. So, someone comes I don't, in. I'm not reading that. I just saw something open for you to have something oh, no, up no, and no, ready to no, go. No, no, I never want to see that again. So, you open that dialogue, you choose something. So, anyway, it. he, I never saw my, my cousins or anything like that because he was adamant that he wasn't going to support people, even in his own family, that weren't Americans, Brian. And wanted to be here and wanted to assimilate, you know, even though you said they're citizens, but they still, they have a different language, they have a different culture, blah, blah, blah. 
these people, what you're saying on the Border Patrol, they're not doing this. And that's why you're going to not have anyone of Hispanic descent at the border. Well, because they they have affiliation with the people south of the border. And they feel they feel sorry for them. They could be easily, you know... But my father not I'll turn the other way. Because, my father you know, this got is rid of his family, and but you know you you can't do that. The courts won't allow you to do that. If I said you couldn't be in the border patrol because if, if you're Hispanic descent, the Supreme Court would say that's unconstitutional, even though it has nothing to do that with not, the guns. Has nothing to do with um, it. It has to do with it, it, it's sort of like internment camps. The Japanese were spying for Japan. Are citizens Japanese citizens even not just the immigrants? They were spying. For Japan. So they said, go find a home, not by the East Coast. You're not allowed in the East Coast or the West Coast or the Southern Coast. You can't be anywhere. You have to be in the interior. If you can't find a home, we will provide you with everything you need in the internment camps. And by the way, he Brian will say this every show. He just, this is really important because you do say it every show. Only when it applies. Internment camps weren't evil. The gate was open. Anybody who wanted to leave could leave. Buy a house, you go buy a house, go live in there. Rent something. They didn't want to leave. People worked from the from there, but they never bought a house or rented. People went to college from there, never bought a house or rented. They liked it there. Everything was taken care of them. Everything was free. Food, clothing, medical. You know, we need to read from Michelle Martin's book again. Why? I'm just telling it as it is. I don't have to read a whole book to. No, just excerpts because, again, people forget history. And uh, Oh, by the way, speaking of history, uh, history majors don't have to learn history. Yeah, I, I noticed that. History majors <laughs> don't have to study U.S. or European history. <laughs> I don't have to study any history. I guess they have, No, I think they have to study homosexual history. I don't know. Well, maybe they have to... They have to it wasn't in the article, though. ...study outer space alien history. There is no history. Oh. Uh. But there is an ambassador. In the UN. To the aliens. Transportation security officers and screeners with access to secure areas of airports that could be used to smuggle weapons and even carry bombs into planes have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes as well. Record show. Mr. Roth, the Inspector General, said rooting out corrupt employees is a top priority for his office, which gets three to 400 cases a year alleged corruption. The office takes about 100 of the cases and sends the rest to internal affairs offices at ICE, Customs and Border Protection, the TSA, and Citizenship and Immigration Services. The Border Corruption Task Force, which is directed by the FBI, and includes agencies from the Department of Homeland Security as well as Drug Enforcement Administration, which, of course, is completely unconstitutional. Nope, they didn't make an amendment to ban drugs like they did alcohol. They just wrote a law. You can't just make up law without, without backing by the Constitution. Therefore, the law is void, blah, blah, blah. The Border Corruption Task Force, which is directed by the FBI, includes agencies of all these people, include DEA, has also pursued dozens of corruption and bribery cases that have ended in convictions. But the Homeland Security report released in May said Customs and Border Protection, the parent agency of Border Patrol, currently lacks proactive programs to weed out corruption. Instead, the report said the agency based its investigations on reporting from other employees 
other government agencies or the public, by which time the corruption could have festered for decades. The whole place is corrupt. This is low-level corruption. We haven't even got into mid-level corruption. And then there's high-level corruption. All of this is going on. The agency also needed to more than double the number of internal affairs criminal investigators to 550 from 200, the report said. Said the agency's 2017 budget calls for an increase of only 30 investigators. Again, they're always looking for more, more money, these bureaucracies. Make do with what you have. We don't give you no more money. Or here's a better idea. Go away. James Tomschek, the former head of Internal Affairs at Customs and Border Protection, said that many of the problems the agency is facing with corrupt agents had to do with inadequate pre-hiring screening programs. Isn't that what you just said? No, I said ban all Hispanics. Start there. Too much of a chance that they have sympathy for people beyond on the other side of the border. That's the problem. So that's a security risk, and so I should be able to do it, but the courts wouldn't let me anyway. I guarantee the courts won't let it, but I should be able to do that. There's too high. It's just too risky to have Hispanic people on Border Patrol, so we won't. But they can empathize with the little people that are coming over, Brian. Background checks and polygraph tests have failed to weed out actual cocktail members who were hired by the Border Patrol in some instances, he said. Again, if you don't allow Hispanics, that that couldn't happen, right? Isn't that right? I think it's right. Pretty sure I'm right. I might be right. We're going to go to a soft break. Now, just to remind you, if you call in after the break, you can call in before, um, we'll bring in 406-565-4189. Please only opine on what we have talked about tonight. 406-565-4189-406, which is all of Montana, by the way, 406-565-4189. And with that, we're going to go to the Brakes and Co-op Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company, General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now? So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. 
General Steele. 800-917-8251. 800-917-8251. That's 800-917-8251. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855 719 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Corrupted Radio Show. How have a two. Okay, the lines are open if you want to call in. If you don't want to call in, I really don't care. <laughs> I don't need callers. I just decided to allow callers. If you're listening live, you can call in 406-565-4189. I 
or you can interact in the chat room if you're at the uncooperativeradio.com site listening to it. You can chat to us. Yeah, he's not Alec Baldwin. Alex Baldwin. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to call have my mother call in or anything. <laughs> so I can't believe to this day Sean Hannity still plays that on his show. It's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's, you can tell you, he has no talent. He had no talent to be on the air. Oh, my God. He's on another show. Now no, he's, he's on a, a... He's a game show he's host. a game show host. That doesn't he, take talent. He's such a loser. Yeah, he is. Out of all of his family, I consider him Alex the loser. Alec the loser. Oh, my Not God. Alex. Alec. Alec. <laughs> I can't believe I saw a commercial for him to be on a game as a game show. I'm like, man, this man, he cannot keep a job. <laughs> What's wrong with him? He's got a lot of issues. That's what's wrong with him. <laughs> Nobody wants to hire him. He's a loose cannon. He's worse than Sheen. <laughs> Sheen can actually function drunk and high. And <laughs> not Alec Baldwin. He's, he can't function whether he's drunk or sober. It's just uh, Alec Baldwin. And I, I, oh, I'm Lord. sorry. I don't I don't think everyone should be so down on it for screaming at his daughter. Because I know how kids, and when you divorce, can make you crazy. I really gave him a complete pass on that one. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Maybe she was a fat cow. <laughs> She's, amongst other things, yes, she was. <laughs> All right, anyway, from Breitbart. A New York sheriff has announced that it will be reversing its sanctuary policy just ahead of President-elect Donald Trump's inauguration. Suffolk County Sheriff Vincent DiMarco announced that his county, the county I was born in, will no longer demand a judge's order before detaining illegal immigrants, aliens, wanted by federal immigration officials. Okay, again. A major shift away from its previous sanctuary city policy, according to Newsday. Now, Brian transported us from Suffolk County in 1995. Yep, we moved to Florida. North he, Florida. He said... In the swamps. We're out of here. Surrounded by rednecks. And then we had to leave because, well, the expansion of people making subdivisions had finally found our place in North Florida. And it started to build subdivisions and changing zonings. And we had to leave because we had animals. And they claimed we didn't have the proper zoning, even though I showed them the building permit that said the zoning was rural. They turned us to residential. You can't have animals. Plus, I don't want that many people around me anyway, so off we went to find well, a place to live. But we grew up in Suffolk County, Long Island. Yes, mostly. I don't know. Not me. You. I did. I did. That's my roots, Suffolk yeah, County. I, well, my mother moved all over. She took me to Florida for a while, sent me to military school for two years. The point is, Suffolk County was a beautiful, beautiful county. We had it was. streams and woods. Yeah, and... but see, all those woods were lots that weren't yet developed. That was the problem. We were lucky enough to live when they, they had plenty of land and not enough people. And we had the bay Now to they have too many people and not enough land. And we had the bay to fish Oh, the bay was the alive ocean. back then. The bay's dead now. I grew up, uh, Suffolk County when I grew up was a wonderful place to grow up. I, I really appreciate my parents struggling to make sure that we were there. But Brian, by the time I met Brian, he saw the writing on the wall. And we couldn't afford it. And he said, this place is going to turn to crap, Susan. You did. Yep. 
my mother was so upset when he moved me out of there, but we did. We left in 1995, and now it is complete and utter crap. Yeah, skyscrapers, illegal aliens, It's a sanctuary county? Really? It was a sanctuary county. Not anymore. Oh, my Lord, Brian. This really makes me sad. Really? It just makes me nauseous. It's disgusting. DeMarco said his policy reversal is not because of the incoming Trump administration's expected legal fight against sanctuary city policies. Instead, he said the shift came after careful legal analysis. This is just a coincidence. <laughs> like everything else. I don't believe in coincidences. That's, the, that's where I start. I disbelieve coincidence. So I don't believe that any legal analysis was done other than, crap, he's not, we're going to lose all our funding if we, if we don't change this. Yep. That's just that's what they're doing. It, He's they, not they, even they in office spin it yet. Any way they can, because first of all, that's Suffolk County is a Democrat county, and he's probably a Democrat. Hates Trump, hates Republicans. So the only reason he's doing this is because, well, Trump can just say, "Okay, great, you want to keep illegal aliens? That's fine. Just pull all the money, including." And this is what I would do. Anybody that lives in a sanctuary city. That is not a citizen will not receive any welfare benefits, any government benefits. They're on their own. Let's see how that works out. Oh, they'll turn to crime. Oh, they're already criminals. Okay, so if they turn to crime, <laughs> them already being criminals, but they turn to crime to make a living, weren't these the kind of people that shouldn't be here in the first place? Well, I'm sorry. If you're going to turn to crime to stay here, then you're a criminal and we don't want you. That's it. So don't give me that. We want we want to give them the shot to choose to turn to crime. Go ahead. Then we'll arrest them and deport them. I would, I would even put them in prison. I wouldn't even sentence them to anything. I'd let them get convicted and then the suspended sentence unless they come back across the border, in which case the sentence will be in effect. As a judge, that's what I would do. If it was allowed under the law. Already between December 1st and December 21st, Immigration and Customs Enforcement had taken seven illegal immigrants, aliens, into custody who were living in Suffolk County. Really? Wow. Really? Seven. My friend reported years ago there were more than seven illegal aliens voting at his polling place. Seven? This is there's hundreds, thousands in Suffolk County. Yep. And it was it's weird because we were the only Hispanic family on our block when I was growing up. We were it, and my and my father, like you said, my father was legal. <laughs> there were no illegal aliens. In Suffolk County, when I grew up. No, they were Hispanics, though. But they were legal. And they brought crap, too. This caused all, caused Brentwood. All, it caused all kinds of fights. And they all brought knives, too. When they fought, they fought knives. That was something new to us. We didn't use weapons. We weren't looking to kill people. They didn't care. They'd kill you. So, guess what? Shea Whitey started carrying a knife, too. Oh, never not have a knife at a knife fight. That, that's sort of the the whole 
one of the atmosphere of uh, myself and those around me. We'd never take a knife out at a fist fight. We'd never use one. But if you if you were Hispanic, he flips out that knife, you flip out yours. You know what happens? They run away. <laughs> They're half your size to begin with. The knife evens, they think evens the score. You pull out the knife down, they're like, I'm out of here. At least that, I, I was a big guy. At least that happened with me. I never had to use the knife. I just had to show it and people would leave. That's pretty handy, don't you think? <laughs> knife. Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I'm leaving now. That's what I want. DeMarco echoed Trump's call to deport illegal immigrants, aliens, who have been accused and convicted of crimes in the country, saying, I do believe this is good policy, public policy, because it focuses on criminals. Wait a minute. They're all criminals. The first time you cross the border illegally is a misdemeanor. That's a crime. The second time is a felony. So they're all criminals. But they played his game. They weren't convicted of like drunk driving or killing people or raping people, that kind of stuff. But they're going to let the other one stay. Trump's starting to... No, he said he's going that way. I'm sorry. He's making a gigantic mistake. Seal the border, then start the deportation process and get everybody the heck out. It'll take years to do it, but it can be done. I've done the math. Ten years. I could have... the. Overwhelming majority of them out of the country. Ten years. Oh, it's ten years from now, though. Like It's like the oil thing. Oh, it's ten years from now. Well, you know, here's the idea. Some things you have to do ten years ahead of time to get it done. You don't wait. Oh, well, since it's going to take ten years. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, if we don't start now, the next time we talk about it, it'll take ten years again. Which is what they've been doing. Which is what they've been doing for many things. Suffolk County Executive Steve Bellone, or Bell One, I'm not sure, also supported the new Trump-like measures, saying, I opposed open-ended detainer requests because, among other things, they placed an enormous burden on the local government to spend millions on incarceration to cover unfunded mandates. I agree, I agree with that. However, Suffolk County worked closely with federal law enforcement and a limited 48-hour detainer Represents a step in the right direction, Blown told Newsday. That's the paper in Suffolk County. Again, Brian, this is not what the the local localities are doing and the states are giving all this power up to the federales. That's what they're doing. Wait, wait, don't be saying that in Spanish. Oh, yeah, I will, because that's what they're turning into. That This is your problem in Suffolk County. You get your freaking state to get rid of them. Not the federal government, because now they're taking my money. How many people in Suffolk County voted for Obama? How many people in Suffolk County want sanctuary? How many people don't care that they came across illegally? Because they're making money off of them. No, most of it's ideological. The doofusai useful idiots. Yeah, that's why I left. The move comes just a month before Trump is set to be inaugurated and is expected to take down sanctuary city policies. With incoming Attorney General Jeff Sessions likely to set legal battles with locales that refuse to comply with federal immigration law. Which doesn't exist. 
Right, but this is the world we live in, and the states don't know that, and the states won't take it, and the states won't do it. So what are you going to do about it? Again, until you take your states back, we can't do anything. And that's what I'm saying about this whole policy. It's We're totally against federalism. Uh, but No, no, we're for federalism. I mean, for federal. But that, that's to- not federalism. No, we don't have federalism. We, we have, have a tyrannical government. That's what we got. But they're actually going to do something to stop something we want to be stopped, but we're not doing it the right way. It's just, again, it's, what will you call that? I don't know. I'm telling you. that Upside, back, down. What inside, is- out, upside, down world? Yeah. That's what we live in. But yeah. we're discussing this illegal alien crap in Suffolk County. Which is just a pimple uh, on the uh, or a tip of the iceberg, if you will, because there's other places doing the exact same thing, bigger places doing the exact same thing. Sa- San Francisco comes to mind. I really like that. Uh, what do we let's do? Uh, Michael Savage picked up that San Francisco thing. Yeah, and Prague's. I like that because he lives in San Francisco. And Prague's. And Prague's. Rhymes with frogs. I like frogs. I do too. I hate frogs. I do too. Because progressivism is not progress. It's going backwards. Again, collectivism is older than the Constitution. A lot older. The Constitution was an improvement over that. They have destroyed the constitution we don't follow the constitution they might as well have burnt the thing dan cadman with the center for immigration studies told newsday that with trump's planned fight against illegal immigration he expects more cities and counties to reverse their sanctuary policies i mean let's face it a new administration is coming in And the new administration has said unambiguously they're going to take an entirely different and harder approach towards sanctuaries, Cadman told Newsday. I don't think that many counties and many county sheriffs and some police departments want to be between the hammer and the anvil. I like that analogy, between the hammer and the anvil. You have a button for Soros? No. Some evil? George Soros is having a complete meltdown from the Daily Mail. Billionaire financier George Soros <clears throat> lashed out at President elect Donald Trump on Wednesday, calling him a con artist and a would be dictator whose election is passed November as a powerful boost. Through the forces of disintegration. Yes, to disintegrate everything you've done. We want to undo... When we're done undoing it in America, we're going to undo it someplace else just to make it worse. We're going to follow you around undoing everything you do. If I was in charge. Soros, the Hungarian-born magnate who supported Hitler, Rott, and Clinton's candidacy, as well as other liberal causes worldwide, says that it's progressive, not liberal says that the rise of Trump and his affinity for rulers like Russian President Vladimir Putin threaten threaten the open society model championed by the European Union, which even even England doesn't want to be part of anymore. Democracy is now in crisis, Soros writes in Project Syndicate. Project, Project Syndicate. 
Even the U.S., the world's largest democracy, elected a con artist, and it would be dictator as its president. No, we elected him despite all of your rigging of the election for Hitler, Rotten Clinton. Because she was going to continue your work. No, this has got to be God, Brian. They really pulled out all the stops for this to happen. This is really a Christmas miracle. They made, him, they made one mistake, Susan. They they didn't. Nope. They underestimated the American people. They assumed. You know what happens when you assume, right? You make an ass out of you and me. Correct. Although Trump has toned down his rhetoric since he was elected, he has changed neither his behavior nor his advisors. Okay, the other thing that I don't get about this, uh, like you were saying that they they assumed, didn't any of them go, wait a minute, okay, this is like the fourth Trump rally that's turned away people. Nope. They Didn't they? Nope. Did, no? Because it was rigged. There was no way she was supposed to lose. There was supposedly not a chance she could lose. That's why they went ballistic. She had a meltdown. Bill had a temper tantrum, threw his phone off the balcony. It's good to be rich. Uh, They just assumed that their work that they had done would work. That no way this guy was going to get enough votes legally to to overcome this. That's why it's a landslide. You hear people breaking it. It's a landslide. Let's go back in history and the electorate. Yeah, let's go back in history before before the Clinton machine existed, before all the rigging of elections existed. Let's go compare that to this. Donald Trump would have gotten a ton more votes ahead of Hillary if it was all legal voting. That's how you, you can that's how you can tell that the election was rigged. When almost always when the popular vote exceeds the the winner of the popular vote is not the winner of the electoral vote. It usually indicates there's corruption and fraud. And there it was. He won by a whole lot more, ladies and gentlemen. That's the only reason he won. He had to he had to beat the crap out of her to win this election, and he did. And I'm tired of people trying to go, oh, geez, it's a landslide. Historic look at this and this and this. They didn't go up against the rigged election. They didn't go around this kind of corruption. That's why it doesn't, that's why I said from the beginning, the only way he was going to win, even in a squeaker, was by winning by a landslide. Stop listening to pundits and talk show hosts that just want to tear down and make it seem like it's no big deal. It's a giant deal. It is unprecedented. It is a landslide. Or he wouldn't have got elected. It was rigged for Hitler. He beat her anyway. But it required, like I said, a landslide for him to do so. He got his landslide. Now, stop talking about the popular vote because it doesn't matter anyway. Okay, he has so far named three retired generals to key positions. James Mattis as uh, Secretary of Defense. John Kelly as Secretary of Homeland Security, and Michael Flynn, who will be National Security Advisor. These picks would make the Trump cabinet the most military-heavy administration since the 1940s, according to Politico. Politico's a left-wing rag, by the way. And who cares? And I don't care what, uh, maybe that's the problem. We We were a lot happier in the 1940s. So anyway, I like military people. Obviously, he does too. 
if they're not political, these generals obviously aren't. That's why Obaminus got rid of them. Yep. These are the kind of people you want in charge of this. They know how to delegate authority. They know how to run things. That's what generals do. And they know how to get rid of crap. Yeah, and, and they have integrity and honor and all this other kind of stuff. And they did an oath to uphold the Constitution. Right, and on top, they're going to have to take another oath as a cabinet member. But like I said, someone asked me, did you go and uh, retake the oath to be an oath keeper? <laughs> I laughed out loud. They uh, literally laughed out loud. I said that. Um <clears throat> uh, No. I forgot what I was talking about. You're talking about taking the oath again to be an oath keeper. Oh, I don't have to take the oath again. I took the oath once. It's for, it's forever. I was, at the, I was in the Air Force. I took my oath. I took the oath before that in military school. I don't need to take it again. It means nothing. It's, the ones I've already taken are still in effect, and I know that. And And by the way, I was already an oath keeper. I was on board from the very beginning. So, and, and Politico, really? <laughs> it should say, left-wing Politico. Soros believes that the election of Trump spells danger to the democracy worldwide. I believe! No, what he knows is, this screws up his whole new world order. Evil plan. Because, no, we're, we're going to move away from socialism now, after Obaminus is gone. And anybody tells me, tries to tell you he's not a socialist, a commie, a progressive. He is a left-wing, liberal, progressive, socialist, commie, fascist bastard. Without a doubt. And on top of that, he's a Muslim. You heard me say it. Obaminus is a Muslim. And that's, so the danger is really to the New World Socialist Order. And this idiot. Immigrant. Old man. Immigrant, son of an immigrant, billionaire, actually tries to tear down what made him a billionaire. Why would you believe a New World Socialist Order would be better? If you you think you could have got where you are in a socialist country, he wouldn't have got anywhere. He would have got nothing. He'd have been a laborer. The U.S. will be preoccupied with internal struggles in the near future, and targeted minorities will suffer. So no, no, minorities are going to benefit. There's no targeted minorities. But if you're saying advocates, political advocates, yeah, the homosexual advocate got to go away. You make us hate homosexuals. You realize that, right? That's what they do. If you never even thought about the topic that much, they make you hate homosexuals just because of the way they behave. But do understand, they are not representing all homosexuals. They are activists. They are the freaks of nature. They are just like every other activist we hate. I don't hate homosexuals. I hate act- homosexual advocates. I hate left-wing advocates, period. All they want to do is destroy the world. I'm supposed to like them? I'm, I don't say they represent everybody in their group. I, and I don't know they don't. In fact, I bet the majority of them do not. I got to go to a break. We'll talk about this on the other side. Chuck Quap, stay tuned, cause. We'll be right back. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. 
Notice I don't refer to myself as African American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. Message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward, while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans and we love conservative values. Uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. She'll be all right for a while. For a while she can smile until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. Oh, hell! You know I taught her well You couldn't tell That she fakes crying Over Gloria Molina, one of the five Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors, spoke at the Southwest Voter Registration Rally in 1996. In an attempt to provoke anger among Latino voters, Molina said it's time to pay them back. Who does she mean by them? This community is no longer going to stand for it because tonight we are organizing across this country in a single mission, in a plan. We are going to organize like we've never organized before. We are going to go into our neighborhoods. We are going to register voters. We are going to talk to all of those young people that need to become registered voters and go out to vote. And we are politicizing every single one of those new citizens that are becoming citizens of this country. 
And what we are saying is by November, we will have one million additional Latino voters in this country. And we're going to march. And our vote is going to be important. But I got to tell you, there's a lot of people that are saying, I'm going to go out there and vote because I want to pay them back. And this November, we are going to remember those that stood with us, and we are also going to remember those that have stood against us on the issues of immigration, on the issues of education, on the issues of health care, on the issues of the minimum wage. To the Agrobative Radio Show, Hour Two. Now, that was Gloria Molino from 1980. That soundbite. That they're going to register as many as illegal. They wanted 100,000 more illegal aliens registered to vote in the state of California. That's what she said. That's back that was their goal. That was back then. 1980. It's got worse since then. Right. That's all of these clips that I'm going to be playing that you had gotten about all of these illegal alien Man, I, activists I was, are I was old. busy back then. They're uh, really old and they need to be brought forward. You know where I got those sample clips from? When I used to blog. I had those all in my blog. All this 1980, advice. ladies and gentlemen. Listen how many that she's saying back then. Again, this is disgusting. Now they're just saying, in, in like Los Angeles, we win. We're the majority. And they're taking it over. There are towns that Hispanics take have taken over that only do business in Spanish. There are towns that Muslims have taken over where Sharia law is being enforced. In this country. Right this second. There are training camps all across this country for mostly felons to train just like they would in, in, in the Middle East. They have all the same things, including guns. And even though they're not, they're felons and they're not allowed to have guns in the in where they are living, like New York, for instance, they do. And the FBI knows about it, and they're keeping an eye on them. They do, they're doing nothing. Why would you allow Muslims to train to kill us in the United States of America? Why would you do that? They're not even allowed to possess firearms. That alone busts the whole compound. No, we got to love the muzzies. Why would, it's like saying you got to love Lucifer. Please hug Lucifer. Oh, wait, you're going to think of the show. The devil. Hug the devil. Love the devil. Embrace the devil. That's what they're saying. I'm just saying. And again, Soros, the U.S. will be preoccupied with internal struggles. Yeah, damn right we will be. Screw you and the rest of the world. I can care less. Well, I could care a little. But America first. <sighs> anyway, the U.S. will be preoccupied with internal struggles in the near future. And targeted minorities will suffer, according to Soros. Oh, by the way, you're going to all these left-wing idiots, these trolls with no brains, 
you'll know them because no matter what you say, they repeat themselves. Just mute them and move along. I've been running to this, these idiots online. It, it, oh, that's fake news. No, it's not fake news. It's real. There are there are no Muslim trade camps in America. Yes, there are. I've been reporting on them since over 10 years. More than 10 years. There's more of them now than when I reported on them. Not less. They never busted one of them. Why? Why would you do that? They get, Once they're done with the training, they just move along into society waiting to do do the damage they need to do. And new people are brought in to be trained. Why are we doing this in America? Why would we allow this? Someone called Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. I have to. I have to do that. Back to this. Uh, the U.S. will be unable to protect and promote democracy in the rest of the world. On the contrary, Trump will have greater affinity with dictators. Why? Because he, he admires Putin? Because he get along with Putin? Because he understands Putin? So do I. Are you going to say that I have an affinity for dictators? Really? Just because I'm not going to blow dictators off because they're running a country and we need diplomatic relations? No, I would never do that. I would not break off diplomatic relations unless it had to be done. That will allow some of them to reach an accommodation with the U.S. and others to carry on without interference. Trump will prefer making deals to defending principles. Unfortunately, that will be popular with his core constituency, he writes. Excuse me. Is there a problem with prefer making deals to defending principles? What principles? Your principles, Soros? He's not supposed to uphold your principles, Soros. He's a, he's a, he ran as a Republican. He's, he's conservative. He's not real conservative, but he's conservative. He leans conservative at any rate. Um, I'm sorry. That's not true. Defending principles. So what are you trying to say? We should go to war with Russia and China and Soros, you're a moron. Soros writes that Putin helped Trump win the election by utilizing social media to disseminate fake news stories. Fake news stories had nothing to do, nothing to do with her losing. There was no need for fake news about her. All the DC leaks and WikiLeaks that came out about the DNC and uh, Podesta and Hitlery and blah, blah. What, are you kidding me? Plus her past, the butcher of Benghazi, her first lady... Her term as first lady, nobody liked her. Well, she's an unlikable witch. <clears throat> the only fake news stories are on the lamestream media, and that includes cable news. All of them. They're constantly putting forth fake news. Not we the people. He said that the Russian leader is now using the same tactic to undermine democratic governance throughout the EU. Now, oh, because, oh my God, they these they don't want to be part of the EU anymore. It must be because of something like Russia doing blah, 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 blah. What could Russia do that would make someone that wanted to be part of the EU not want to be part of the EU? Since Trump's election win, 
Soros has contributed money to an international fact-checking organization that will warn readers on social media of stories whose veracity is deemed questionable. <clears throat> questionable? That's what you're going with? The so-called people they're using, like Snopes, <clears throat> have been already disgraced as left-wing propaganda. You can't use these so-called fact-checking sites because they've all been discredited. But they're going to bring them out like, oh, it's a fact-checking site. Look, Snopes is going to make sure everything's right. No, Snopes is going to make sure your propaganda gets through and our truth doesn't. That's the bottom line. Watch for it. You're seeing it already. Constantly jumping on my articles. Fake news. No, it's not fake news. It's real news. Soros' organization, Open Society Foundation, which is, again, labeling me, labeling is, is always the opposite with the left. So whatever that thing says to you, it means the opposite. It's the Closed Society Foundation. I'm not kidding. So it's listed among organizations that are backing the International Fact-Checking Network. Body tasks with flagging bogus news stories to social media users on its website. No, they're designed to make you think things aren't real when they are. You're going to trust anything to do with the United Nations and the international body up there to do anything correctly and non, and non-propagandist? Really? They haven't taken over the world yet. They're not done. Them and the Muzzies, they all want to take over the world. Well, Brian, the whole thing also is this is exactly what happened in Nazi Germany. Nah, they didn't have internet back then. No, but I mean, as far as the news being corrupted, disseminated. Controlled by the government, you mean? Yeah. By the party? Yeah. Similar. We're not. Propagandizing. Well, sometimes they just don't report the news. That's not propaganda. See, that's the point. They don't have to spin anything or do anything. They don't want you to hear about a story. They can just black it out. So now an international, the UN's going to decide what is true or false that we post on social media on the internet. And we gave up, we gave up control of the internet to a private organization, which is going to go to China. So China will now be in control of the internet. What could go wrong there? Is he having a meltdown or what? Whom? Soros. No. He's playing chess. I think he's having a meltdown. He's freaking out right now. No, he's just playing chess. Soros is the kind of freak out. He he, he probably had a really bad time on election night, but after that... He already met with people in Washington, D.C. long ago. They already came up with plans of what they're doing. You're seeing them go into operation every time the opportunity rises. So they've got a plan already. But there's now there's other stuff he's got to deal with. Now he wants to talk about fake news stories because they they think, what did you have to fake about Hitler and Ron Clinton? She's an evil, vile piece of crap. This kind of stuff writes itself. You don't have to make anything up. That has nothing to do with her losing. Zero. 
zilch, zilp. Oh, come on. There, there are studies that even to try and do a business on social media is a waste of time and money. So, I'm just saying. Soros, a staunch demoncrat who tried to block George W. Bush's campaign in 2004, has given $25 million to Clinton and causes dear to her. There were also rumblings in the right-wing circles that Soros financed the failed vote recount effort in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michiganistan which has spearheaded by the Green Party candidate Jill Stein. Stein, however, denied that Soros was involved, according to Fox News. Of course she does. She wants to make you think that private citizens gave her all that money. Horse cocky. <laughs> we don't... Most of them hate you, Jill Stein, and can give a rat's behind about your recount effort for Hitler, rotten Clinton. Soros writes that he fears for the future of the free world. The free <laughs> world the free world is in danger of you. You are what we are guard against the free world. You are an enemy of the free world. Socialism is an enemy of the free world. You're a complete utter moron. And why we don't allow immigrants to be, that become citizens to be president. Or their children. Uh, I find the current moment in history very painful, he writes. Open societies are in crisis. What open society? What are you talking about? We're the most open society on the planet. Well, I like what he said earlier, too, that uh, Trump is going to be involved with dictators. Obama loved the freaking Cuba. Are you kidding me? Look, it, it doesn't... He loved the Castro. He doesn't have affinity... For tyrants, he just pointed out that Putin is a strong leader and does what he needs to do for his country and his country. Obama administration was having a love fest with the Castros. Well, you know, you can't talk about that. It's boring. Commies hanging out with commies. That's boring? Everyone that comes back and goes, even the artists, oh, it's a wonderful place. They were kept in the central area where all the people that go, and it's beautiful. But if you get outside that, it's poverty and despair. And that's the overwhelming majority of people. You actually had somebody email you, didn't you? Or I think it was an email about a whole uh, video he did. No, I watched it on Current. Okay. When yeah, he... we watched it. That's right. No, I watched it. You I know, but you, I know, but you you put snippets up while I was walking around. I saw some of it, okay. and of course that went away, right? Look, it's it's some kid's private video. What do you expect to happen? It go viral. It would. If it could, but it didn't. Anyway, um, it was on current TV. So all the progs got to see it Which before is, it went out of business. Well, that was uh, the Green Goblin's channel. Yeah, and he sold it to Al Jazeera. Now Al Jazeera's bankrupt. And then Al Jazeera, yeah, one prog, one prog leads to another prog, but it doesn't win. It doesn't end well. No one wants to watch it. Oh, but you watched it. Yeah, I looked. I tried to see what it was all about when it first popped up. I didn't know anything about it, so I watched it. I saw some good shows by citizen journalists. I thought were good, but the overwhelming majority was horrible. Uh, 
left wing doofus land. Like for instance, the guy who's the guy that uh, Ober, Uberman Oberman. He, he when he got when he couldn't even stay on MSLSD, he went to Current. I think now he's back there. Yeah, yeah. Now put glasses on and he's on CNN. Because <laughs> the glasses make him seem smart, right? He's in disguise. No, it just makes him look smart. Yeah, I know. Cut it out, Oprah. You're still big and fat and stupid. It has nothing to do with Oprah. This is something that's just going on. With these glasses. Like, I put glasses on. Everybody wants to wear glasses instead of contacts now because it's chic. It's cool. Do you realize that my husband has been trying to wear contacts almost his whole entire life and he can't because of his eye condition? He doesn't want to wear glasses. This is a pain. I only tried. Stop it. I only tried it for... I only tried it for about eight, six months. Stupid progs. I can't. I have chronic dry eye. I didn't know it back then. At one point, I took the contact off, and I had to peel it off my eye, and part of it stayed behind. And it drove me nuts. I just had to keep flushing it and flushing it and flushing it until the stupid thing came off. Now everyone wants to wear glasses. You know, I did hear a story about a guy who did just that, peeled it off, peeled his cornea off with it. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's see what the rest of the, what does this big old fat disgusting prog have to say? Okay, I find the current moment in history very painful. He writes, "Open societies are in crisis, and various forms of closed societies, from fascist dictators to mafia states, are on the rise." Hey, mafia was created to protect the people from people from people like, like you. you. <laughs> Why doesn't that work? Oh, wrong computer. Oh, how could this happen? The only explanation I can find is that elected leaders failed to meet voters' legitimate expectations and aspirations, that this failure led to electorates to become disenchanted with the prevailing versions of democracy and capitalism. We are not a capitalist country. Europe is not capitalist. They are socialists. We are socialists. We do not have free markets. Capitalism, the term, was was made popular by Karl Marx, who created communism. Well, tried to make communism, communism list existed before. Uh, we've never had a communist country. Socialist, we've never had a socialist country. Yep, no, all the communist ones are socialist. You want to blow your minds? What does the USSR stand for, Susan? Huh? USSR. What United did States. No, United Socialist States of Russia. United Soviet Socialist State of Russia. So, in there, it says it right there. Doesn't it say socialist? Did you hear communist in there anywhere? No. Socialist. The, the only one that claims communist is China, and they're socialist. Cuba, socialist. South America, all the socialists have failed. Keynesian economics is central planning and socialism. It is not free markets. Therefore, it's not that term plastered on free markets as capitalism. Capitalism does not exist in this world, and capitalism hasn't failed. Keynesian economics, central planning, socialism has failed. Big government has failed the world over. But they're spinning it. Capitalism failed. It's not capitalist unless you have free markets. That means no government intervention into the markets. If there is, and it's heavily controlled like ours, and even even more like Europe's and and others, this is not a free market. It has nothing to do with what Karl Marx called capitalism. 
It is socialism. We have crony socialism is what we have. The weird hybrid thing. But I'll just call it crony socialism. But I love how they project. You're always saying They always project. Always. Every time they, they, they lament, they always lament their problems on us. Well, his last It's our sentence. fault because we're this. No, you're that. I'm not that. Well, don't leave the last sentence. I'm at the I'm at, I'm above the I'm right at the cursor there. No, you already did this. Yeah, yeah you did all this because you were talking about the ver- the prevailing version of the democracy and capitalism. But I love his last sentence. Quite simply, many people felt that the elites had stolen their democracy. Uh, doofus, you're you are the elite. You idiot. Again. The elites? That would be the Republican Party chairman, all those people that are in up uppy boop boop boo uh you know, in, in the Republican Party. Donald Trump, he's never even been part of the party. He's never even considered himself a Republican. He never ran Soros for office. is an elite. Right. Soros is obvious. He's a boldly billionaire who find who who breaks banks, overturns governments. He's an elite. But he's saying the elites, they stole our democracy, no, Brian. The, no, we the people stole it back. back. Give me a beer. <laughs> it's not good at, she's not good at that game. And she still owes me a lot of beer. You better bring queso. Quite simply, the elites, but it's not. Bye-bye. Cheerio, cha-cha, and all that. Well, he's German, though, isn't he? <laughs> um, Soros. He's, hung, he's of Hungarian descent. He is a United States citizen. His father was an immigrant from Hungary. You would think coming from USSR land and to here, he would not like this central planning, central control. But he's going to solve all the world's problems. That's what he's thinking. Because once there's only one government across the whole world, there's no longer boundaries for, for transportation or work or living, then everything will be wonderful. But it won't. It's a utopian dream that can never happen. It's tried and tried and tried and been tried and been tried and been tried. You're not going to do it any better than it's been done in history. It cannot work. Collectivism leads to lazy people Making people that are productive lazy because why should I work hard? I'm going to get the same amount of food as that guy. And he ain't doing squat. And once that settles in, next thing you know, you don't have enough food to get through the winter. Or whatever it is in, mo- in modern day times. China is not our friend. Racist bastard. From Bloomberg, China would outlast the U.S. in a trade war, which is a distinct possibility. No. We're, again, with the trade wars. Look, you don't put tariffs on our goods, we won't put tariffs on your goods. you got to put tariffs on your goods, and we're putting tariffs on your goods coming over here. You understand? That's the way it's going to work. You want to have trade wars? Go for it. Your, this crap you're putting in our market is garbage. It's garbage. It's not of the quality that we're used to. And therefore, I would like to end you sending your crappy goods into my country. Sorry. Let's we'll get stuff from Thailand and Taiwan. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. No, Hong Kong's well, part of China. China now. So we have those. A lot of stuff comes from there anyway. 
screw China. All right, I'll pay an extra $10 for a piece of electronic equipment that'll actually last me until I'm done using it. Not Instead like, of everything breaking all the time. In about six months, right? It's like the average is about six months. I have no idea. I just know it's not quality. It's never quality. You don't get anything quality from them. You get junk. That's why it's cheap. Look, their cost of labor over there, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, is going up. China's going to have a hard time competing with that. They won't have this low labor thing anymore. Their labor, their costs are increasing. A lot of it is because the young kids said, screw you. I'm supposed to go work on a factory. I, I don't want to go work in a factory online. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to work in a factory. The Chinese government's like, what? I mean, but they're doing it in mass. It's like millennials in China, only they're actually they're actually right. They're actually changing things. Millennials here want to make it like China. They're stupid. Millennials over there are like, I'm not working for slave labor. Go screw yourself. Yep, I know. We reported on that last year, I think. So the times there are changing in China, too. Again, trust me, you'll be much happier paying extra $200 for the flat screen TV when you don't have flaws in it, you don't have to send it back to the factory for big fix right out of the box. You don't have to. You don't have it, your, your picture isn't as sharp as it should be. Uh, it doesn't last. Oh, those are the things we want in America. That's what Americans are, were used to once upon a time. Now we just get junk. Not only that, toxic junk. I don't understand why any why we haven't cut, just cut ties, trade ties with China. They've killed our dogs. Right, poisoning dog food. Poisoning lead paint on children's toys. Lead paint on children's toys. Who the hell makes lead paint anymore? Obviously China. How is that cheaper than making regular paint? I don't know. But they did it. And they were caught and they poisoned children in this country who put that in their mouth. Which is what children do. Again... Right there, I would have cut ties, trade ties with China. I'm saying you get your act, in, you get your act together. I, either you either you put out quality material, or we're not doing business. Yeah, you're killing our children and our dogs, the two most vulnerable populations we have. And yet, nobody called for a boycott of Chinese goods. Nope. Nobody called for the federal government to stop bringing in Chinese goods. Nope. Which is more important. And that's what needs to happen. I hope Trump does it. You know what, China? We're not taking any of your stuff anymore. You won the trade war. Have a nice day. Well, Bloomberg is blaming Trump. I'm just going to... Look, if if he does that, China will be... Freaking out. They'd be slapped in the face. <laughs> They'd be bitch slapped. I'm talking bitch slapped. I mean, that's like... Oh, really? You think, you think you're going to come out on top of this? We're no longer trading. You win. But you notice all these left-wing out, you know, these Prague outlets are blaming everything on Trump. And he saying, isn't president yet, for God's sakes. <laughs> it's but, Obama, it's not him. He hasn't done anything. Fear of Trump just means good. These people need to feel Trump. Anyway, uh, I'm going to try one more time before we're done with giving out the number. If you want to call the show, and please, I'm not begging you to call the show. I've got a lot of stuff to get through, and I don't have enough time to do it as it is. But if you think you can add to the show, and, you know, by all means. 
406-565-4189. That's 406-565. You got your pen now? 4189. That's the last time tonight. You'll have an opportunity to hear that number. You can call in any time from now until goodbye. How far are we into goodbye? Bottom of the hour. You'd like to do this. Bottom third? Yep. No, second. Third. I didn't announce number three. Yes, you did. Only two? No, you said three. Did I? I did. I don't remember doing it. <laughs> well, this is your last chance, man. It's half of the hour. after this. If you don't call in after this commercial, I'm not going to be able to bring you in. And I, I, I'm sorry. Not really. I, I'm trying this just because, you know, talk radio requ- kind of requires callers, but I don't, but I will if you do. But the good news is, now that I have this, I could do interviews again, and you're going to hear a lot of interesting interviews. In the new year. In the new year. Anyway, this is the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. All right. What am I doing? All right. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. We're going to do a little taking here. If you want to listen to us live, we can be heard Friday and Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at uncooperativeradio.com where you can download all our shows for free.
and listen, download and listen to all our shows for free. You can also be heard at iHeart, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, Yabba Dabba Doo. If we're not there, put us there. We'll be there. They're also rebroadcast on RedStateTalkRadio.com. RedStateTalkRadio.com, 24-7. Two channels of streaming conservative radio. Two channels. So you have two choices every and sometimes every hour, depending on the show. So check it out. You might check out the shows. You might find stuff you really like over there besides my show. Um, I hope you still listen to my show as, as well, but you know, you should go check them out. Through Red State Talk Radio, we can be heard on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, and the Roku. As far as TuneIn goes, do understand, sometimes it says it's me when it's somebody else's show which I haven't had conversation with with the owners of Red State until he can get his act together and tune in, which has been on a long time, making sure that the show, what it says the show is, is what the show is. I'm going to encourage him to leave tune in because they're messing up my brand, and that pisses me off. Oh, I have been, I'll wait till you're done. I've been monitoring. I think they did fix it. I'll let you know tomorrow. All right. Understand we have commercials. You've heard them. We play most of them at the bottom of the hour. Those commercials, we do not get paid to air. We only get paid when you call the number in the ad. So please keep pen and paper handy. If you're interested in whatever the product is, please call the number in the commercial. Because if you don't call the number in commercial, we won't get paid. The ad agents won't get paid. The only people happy will be the people you're buying stuff from. So please, do not go on your own to products. Please use the number in the ad. And I'm not encouraging you to call the number just to give me money and you're not interested. If you're not interested, don't call. I don't want, that's not what we do. If you're interested, you don't have to buy anything. You just have to be interested. Call, talk to them. If you don't want to, we still get paid. If you're also, st- if you're, again, out of bandwidth and you want to listen on your phone for whatever reason, uh, we have two, again, Prime and Encore studios. In the Prime list line is 605-562-4209. 605-562-4209. Encore list line, that's where we are. We're on Encore channel. 605-562-4221. 605-562-4221. That's 605-562-4221. And we're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments. Listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 
This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour half of three. Are you halfway through the show at, at all? I'm about halfway through the show. <laughs> anyway, back to Bloomberg and China's not a friend. They claim they could outlast the U.S. in a trade war. I totally disagree. We can get our goods from other places. And here's another idea. We could make manufacturing plants here and make it ourselves. Which is a distinct possibility next year if the president like Donald Trump takes office. A commenter wrote in the $1 billion Pine River China Funds Investor Letter. China's government would be better placed than the U.S. to marshal state resources to cushion the impact on exporters, wrote James Wang, a City University of Hong Kong professor who pens a monthly commentary for the fund. Privately owned Chinese exporters would be worse hit than state-controlled peers because they have less political clout in Beijing, he said. By design, decision-makers in a democracy face difficulties coordinating a relief effort and must eventually face a political backlash from impacting domestic producers, Wang wrote. On this basis, the Chinese may have more runway to play the long game in a trade war. Um, what? I completely disagree with this guy. Well, of course, we he's a can plant. Do, we can do whatever we want. Now, under Donald Trump, we can. Under Obama, is absolutely not. All we have to do is lift regulations, Brian. Nope. All you have to no. We're talking about China now. No, what you have to do is just say no to China. Sorry, we'll get our goods elsewhere. Bye-bye. There's no long game here. There's no runway for you. We're going elsewhere for our goods while we decide whether we would rather manufacture ourselves. Try and stick with the topic and stop jumping around. Stop trying to whisper things in my ear. Brian, 
if we got rid of regulations here, we would be easier for us to manufacture our own stuff. Right, but that even right now we could. As bad as it is, I mean, we'd have to pay extra and all that, but I'm willing to pay extra for better quality. Now, I, that, of course, Obama, you know, Trump said he's going to cut back regulations on business and free free up the market, and that's what that was what we need to be super. We can still beat China. We don't need that to be China, but we will easily beat China if Trump removes a boatload of regulations of industry, according and also taxation. That would make it simple. We would just skyrocket, and it wouldn't matter what China does. During his campaign, Trump pledged to brand China a currency manipulator and impose a 45% tariff on Chinese imports. His protocol breaking phone call with Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen and his attacks on China on Twitter have sparked further friction between the world's two biggest economies before he takes office next month. China is only a big economy because of the United States of America consuming their goods. Once that stops, they will not even be a, in the same league as the United States of America. Trump's electoral victory capped a year of rising populism that wang, likened to the aftermath of World War I, which ushered an age of discontent and protectionism. The balance of power worldwide is much more diffuse compared to early 20th century, and players like China and India have emerged to create new political centers of gravity, Wang wrote. However, as economic and political paralysis spread across the developed world, the most likely outcome is a trade war. Pine River China Fund is being spun off into a separate Hong Kong-based company next year. Led by its current manager, Dan Lee, and Minari owned by Pine River. Punitive tariffs on China's shipments to the U.S. would knock 3% off China's gross domestic product next year, triggering a hard landing for the nation and hurting the global economy, Goldman Sachs Group, Inc. Screw Goldman Sachs and the world economy. I've had enough of this. Not my fault you all decided to tie us together. We're going back to sanity. They could follow us or die, you know, so I don't really care. China equity strategist Kinger Lau said in November about Goldman Sachs Group, Inc. Chinese exporters of Walmart-type goods include clothing, furniture, footwear, and textiles would be hurt, while the impact of tariffs on telecommunications equipment is less obvious, as the lion's share of profit from an iPhone accrues to Apple, Inc., instead of its Chinese suppliers. Wang wrote, in retaliation, China could potentially withhold aircraft orders from Boeing Co., as well as curb automobile and agricultural imports from the U.S., he said. I'm sorry, when did we buy a Chinese automobile over here? In the U.S., such a trade war could stimulate inflation and dent domestic consumption, he added. But it would also spur manufacturing. Because that's how a market works. You find, you find a need that is not being fulfilled, and you fill it. This would create the opportunity, the vacuum, if you will, in which someone else will go into to create what's needed here in the United States instead of in China. I'm sorry, uh, there's going to be a little pain involved in all this stuff. 
But it's like it's like getting fat. What once you get fat and you want to get rid of it, you have you have a lot of pain for a long time to get rid of it, don't you? Most people just can't do it. It's too hard for them. Well, be prepared because we're heading into the I need to lose fat era of the economy. Because again, there'll be a delay in manufacturing filling the hole. So in between, we're going to suffer. Understand? From Heat Street. Wow. I don't believe I've ever been there before. That's new for me. The northern Chinese city of Taiwan. Wang. It's Wang. Taiwan. Erected a giant rooster statue to celebrate the upcoming year of the rooster. It's the year of the rooster. We're going to have to throw a party for the crazy chicken. The giant rooster, which looks to be nearly two stories tall, sports Trump's signature hairstyle and appears to be angrily gesturing at passerbys. Oh, no, I can top this. i got to put a picture up of crazy chicken. Let's get the wild. He's, he's hand down to be Donald Trump for the wildest hair. They don't understand he's a rooster, dear. I said that. No, you said crazy chicken. Well, he's a rooster. He's a rooster, but we call Roosters are chickens. Yeah, we call... You know how many people do not know that? It's just a male chicken. There's a lot of people that don't know that. You got the internet. Learn. (laughs) He's a French chicken, and you don't know how he can talk with our hens. (laughs) He can't. Different language, totally. He does stuff like... He talks around me all the time. I'm like, nobody understands you. <laughs> He's become very vocal. Not crone-wise, just talking-wise. He does talk a lot. Yeah, he doesn't crow as much as he used to. No. But he does talk. Yes. <laughs> Especially when I kick him out of the outhouse. For some reason, he loves to hang out in the outhouse when anything scares him. And... I can't believe I have a rooster that's scared of whiskey jacks. And they, they, I will, but I will tell you the one thing: that bird could fly. My chickens can't fly; they they run fly. He takes off, man. He he take he gets it. He takes it. He gets air. He's going. He's flying. When he's when anything spooks me, he flies right to his safety oh, spot. Oh, and we did lose another hen. Yeah, our he, lovely little girl. Yellow feet died. Yellow feet. Man, I can't believe she made it through the first winter. She was a good chicken. She's very protective of us. Yep. (laughs) She was. Very loving of me, too. Oh, yeah, the crazy chicken was a rescue rooster, so, because our rooster died, Rooster Cogburn, and uh, Yellow Feet never, never, ever got used to accepting him. Every time he came, she just saw him, he'd run over and peck him. And chase him away from food and whatever else he was doing. Uh, she was a real bitch. She was hardy. She was she your was mech warrior. She was also my war- favorite chicken. Yeah, she was your mech warrior. Yep. But she finally died. She's in heaven with Rooster Cogburn. Birds die like all of the all of the living things. But birds die. Chickens seem to die pretty young. I heard the chickens could last you know over ten years, but all my chickens died long before ten years, and I they're free ranged. I pamper them. They, you know. It's pretty harsh living up here. 
It is harsh living, but uh, again, they don't live that long up here. (laughs) That's my experience. But most people don't know that because the trend is to kill your chickens after the first year because they lay the most of the first year. But that's not true. They lay for two or three years. I've found that my chickens are consistent for two or three years. But they would never know that because after the first year, they cook them and eat them and put in new chickens. That's the way it works. I don't. My chickens are my pets. They feed me and I love them. So do you think this is a diss to the United States and Trump? What? The giant rooster that looks like Trump. Why would they why would that be a diss? A rooster is a respected masculine animal. That's why I'm asking you. That's why? You already knew that then. No, I didn't know what they were I don't know specifically to... what the Russia's <laughs> trying to do, but um, you know, you try to there's nothing wrong being associated with a rooster. That's that's the male protective bird of the flock. That's why I wanted your interpretation of this, because it does look like Trump. I saw the picture. It really does. <laughs> the giant rooster was, looks to be nearly two stories tall, sports Trump's signature hairstyle, and appears to be angrily gesturing at passerby. The designer said Donald Trump, cultural icon, inspired the cartoon bird. The company that commissioned the giant Trumpian fowl also owns a nearby shopping mall called N1 Artwalk Mall. They asked the local artist to illustrate the year of the rooster in an eye-catching way, and this is what they got. Now, a lot of people, now you're really pretty versed in uh, Asian culture from growing up around it. They, every year is a different year of a animal, right? Yeah. Even the year of the rat. Yes, the year of the rat. So they use every year, why are they doing it in an animal form. No, that's how they, that's how their, their holidays, calendars, whatever you want to say goes. It's not like ours. I know that. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it, it changes over a long period of time. Every year is a different animal. What is that supposed to bring though? Is it supposed to bring good it's luck? It's not supposed to it? bring anything. It's just saying this is the year of whatever. And whatever the rooster is, is what it will bring more likely uh in this year so rooster um i don't i don't i can't remember how they look at roosters but roosters are protective they're masculine they're strong they're colorful i don't know what kind of world what that brings they have a whole different way of looking at things over there and they're very old (laughs) but you could easily look it up what does the year of the rooster? Um, they're pretty pleased. Crowd response to the statue has been overwhelmingly positive. They love Donald Trump even in China. They have Donald <laughs> Trump rooster and they love it. And stores in the mall are offering take-home rooster replicas ranging in size and price from $57 for a mini Trump rooster all the way up to $2,000 for a 32-foot version. Holy crap, 32 feet. It's it's crazy, Chicken Mc... That could, that could be like a Godzilla movie. 32 feet. The year of the rooster. Fortune, personality, Chinese. People born in the year of the rooster, according to Chinese Zodiac, have many excellent characteristics. 
such as being honest, bright, communicative, and ambitious. So it has to do with the children that are going to be born this year. Okay, the internet at least is obsessed. Trump Rooster has inspired a wave of bad chicken jokes and even hashtag Trump Rooster. All I got to say is Trump's big everywhere, isn't he? <laughs> oh, you have no idea what's going to happen when he's present. It is going to be glorious. <laughs> well, what did you always say? If it's going to be bread and circus, what did you want? I want entertaining circus and very tasty bread. <laughs> I actually heard another talk show host say that. Okay, then I know for a fact that he listens to my radio. I really did. I actually heard someone say that. I think, or one of my call, or maybe one of my listeners called Joe Pags and and gave him that. Whatever, and that's fine with me. I don't care. Mimicry is the greatest form of flattery. It doesn't bother me when they take they steal some of my shtick. Go ahead. It would be nice if you gave me credit, but eh, I'll live. So you know what? If you're if you're Donald Trump, you'd be like, they erected a rooster, really? Cool. No, it's a Trump rooster. <laughs> it's a Trump rooster. It's a statue in his honor. Trump rooster. <laughs> this is the year of Trump rooster. <laughs> That's right. He's going to be a rooster in the White House too. Yeah, people do not understand what roosters entail, do they? Yeah, no, we don't have time. We're out. We're done. Oh yeah. What do you mean? We got like five minutes? No, we don't. Not even. We do not. In no way, shape, or form. 52. We go at it when? 55. We have three minutes. Oh, two and a half. <laughs> yeah, two sorry. and a half. So what do you want to do for two and a half minutes? No, Just, no, no. Because yeah. I, I, no, I did. I wanted to, to talk about this because people really don't understand what roosters are. I think we just pretty much talked it out. No, we didn't because they don't understand how a rooster behaves. I just told you. I just told everybody just before. I just told them. Yeah, well, roosters like to stab you in the back, don't they? Well, a rooster it will stab you in the back if it can. Uh, roosters will fight you head on, but you know they're not uh, they're not opposed to hitting you when your back's turned. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I know two people that that's happened to. It's never happened to me. Ever. Well, you don't turn your back on the rooster. Oh, I do. I had Rue. I'm working on the I'm working on the truck. I had Rue come over. I didn't even notice. I'm working on the truck. He could, he's he's laying down watching me right there. Just. I didn't even know he was there. He could have hit me in the back anytime he wanted. But every time I worked on something, he never did that. He would only frontal assault me. Well, he was old and injured, too. No, from the beginning. From the beginning. Never tried, never came at me from behind. But see, that's another good characteristic. We don't really care about hurting someone that's hurting us from the back. That's a good characteristic that they're saying of Trump, too. Don't turn your back on him. <laughs> no, I just told you my rooster never attacked me from behind. Yeah, but most people, they do. And neither is crazy chicken. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty freaky when you are fighting with the rooster. I have to carry a staff around to play with the rooster, as well as helping myself walk sometimes. But uh, And you figure, he's gonna, the first chance he's going to get, he's going ha- to hit me, you know. But then you, you look, all of a sudden, there's, the rooster's right there. He's four feet from you, laying down watching you, just as calm as can be. It was weird. And Crazy Chicken, same thing. He, he'll just sit there, do nothing. He'll leave me alone. I don't even trust him. But we have to end the show. It's your Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.